Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank. Mark is back. He's finally stepped down from his high pedestal to join me. <laughs> I couldn't hold it. In. This I fucking guy. This I fucking guy. Every time I knew it was coming too. I knew it was coming. Like you're ready to start. I'm like he's gonna do it it's right a, away. It's a gift when you're on the show. I, it's I feel I'm I'm like happy. I'm excited because I'm like I finally get to chat with Mark and expose him to all the secrets of the world. Like I'm like some kind of hermit, like I'm just hiding somewhere. Oh man! So I got a, I got some interesting. Oh, so I'm using a new car, and the new car has an auto drive feature. Now, do you want to hear the positives about it, or do you want to hear my negative rant? You get both. Let's go with the negative gotta, rant. Let's go that, with the negative rant. You want to start off with that one, okay? You want to yeah. lead into the positive, transcendent yeah. darkness. I got you. So. All right, I'm driving and it's like four o'clock in the morning going to work. And I'm like, I'm gonna go over into the right lane. As I start going, the car corrects me and puts me back on my lane. I'm like, hang on a second. Hang on a second. This is horrible if you're drinking and driving. This is just incentivizing it. That's what it's doing. But at the same time, it's like now I under because like this car, I'm borrowing it from a family member, and I've been in the car with this family member and I've watched them drive and I've criticized their driving. And I realized that the reason why it suddenly stops or suddenly jerks or it's all this stuff, I'm like, where the fuck did you learn to drive? No, it's the car. And this car had power over me in this moment in time where I was like, no, I want to go into the right lane. And the car was like, well, I'm just going to assist you in case maybe this was a mistake. Maybe you're texting. It's okay to text. No, it's not okay to text. But the car is now incentivizing bad behavior, which is like when you were drunk and you were driving home, you had to pray to God. You had to roll down the window. You had to make sure that the cold air hits your face so you could try and sober up a tiny bit, maybe smoke a cigarette. I don't know. Whatever the nicotine high balances out your alcoholism. Maybe the fact that you might have a dying liver, but the car was like, no, we're going to do all this for you. So now it's incentivizing that. I'm not wrong in saying that there's like technology as much as it seems like, oh, this is amazing that we have this. Yo, it opens up the door for laziness and it also opens up the door for some bad behaviors to get through. For sure. For sure. Um, so I want to ask you this question. Were you drunk? In this car, it was four was o'clock driving. in the morning. I was going to the gym. I was actually doing the opposite <laughs> of bad decisions. I was trying. The car healthy. is like it's four a.m. This guy is swerving. I'm gonna take control of this car right now. I just, I'm get, I can see it getting to the point where it's like people are like, you know, auto drive features on Teslas. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea to have that there, but I also think it just incentivizes you to pay less attention and put more reliance into technology, which I necessarily don't think you should be doing as a human person. I mean, algorithms I've been having an issue with, uh, mostly because like with algorithms, it's like I was watching, um, like just videos of like people like, you know, shooting guns. And the next thing you know, it evolved into shooting people. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Cause it, it, it leads you down those rabbit holes. You get into an yeah. algorithm fix and then you're, it's, it's, you know, Capitol Hill. I mean, <laughs> it, it's totally like, to me, I still don't understand a lot of it. Like my cousin, he's big into all that stuff. He's a big coder. So he, he gets that stuff way way more than i do but when it comes to all the algorithms i'm like how the hell does like one person with all this talent get like no views and get whatever and then all of a sudden like even on social media like with like tiktok and whatever like it's so random like it doesn't make any sense like i find like, there's some of these creators that just still so small but still so talented and they post all the time whatever it is and then there's like random shit that just like blows up for some reason and that's like the one video that blows up for that one person and they get all these followers and then that's it it's like, why? Why does this happen? Like, why is it that one time? I, I'm like, sometimes I feel like it's just there's a person's like, 
you, you get to blow up today. And that's what it is. It's not like that. I hope it's not like that, but that's just kind of how it feels sometimes with a lot of this stuff. Cause you keep going, you keep going, you keep going and then nothing. Well, it's like, in, you gotta look at the draw like conspiracy kind of mindset where you start thinking that maybe they're plucking people that necessarily shouldn't be popular only because they can keeps your attention for longer. I mean, I think exactly. we all know people that deserve more credit than they do, sure. but sure. they don't really get the attention that they need. And maybe that's why they never hit the big times. I don't, I have no clue what, you know, if I could see the algorithm machine and look at it and looking into its soul or it's coding of its soul and be like, what do you really want out of the world? And it tells me, what I would really like is that all humans die. I'm going to probably agree with it at some point. There's, it's going <laughs> to trick me. It's going to show me some video that's going to lose my faith in humanity for as many videos that there might be restoring faith. There's got to be the opposite, right? For sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah, what's, it, what's, it, what's it been on your uh, end of the spectrum or end of the realm? End of the realm. Um I mean, well, you know what? You have to talk about the positive of the car first before we continue, because I can't let you trail off yet. Positive. forgot. The po the I guess the positives would be that I could just fucking slack off and play Pokemon Go whenever I. So do. the negatives are the positives. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with you. It's weird. I don't think I could be in a car that's driving itself. Like I don't. I don't think I could sit in the front seat and not have my hands in the steering wheel and just have it like do whatever like i i don't think i could do that like knowing that it's my car and it's not like some sort of it's not like a train or something else that there's like a bunch of people i don't get to see the conductor like i'm sitting in the front seat like i'm seeing what's going on i'm seeing where we're going if i can't have some sort of feeling of control or like if there's something coming and i i can't move it out of the way in time or whatever i mean i know they're not made like that like you're able to take over with a lot of these cars um still like i don't know it's it's weird to me a lot of people like it like my my cousin he wants a Tesla. He's like, I love a Tesla. You just sit in the car and just let it do its own thing. And that's it. But to me, I, I, I don't know. I'd rather just drive it. I'm not saying I'm better than a machine or anything. It's just a personal preference. If something's going to happen, I'd rather happen, you know, when I'm driving, like I just say, I messed up. Not like, Oh, well I'm screwed. Like this thing is going to just drive me into a ditch. Like can't do anything about it. Yeah. But they don't you know, hold so. the vehicle responsible for they those do, incidents. They don't. The law around these things are so weird. So yeah. weird that when it comes to like, uh, cause I actually did a paper on this in school. Oh shit. Um, oh shit. He's criminal attorney. <laughs> we were trying to talk about oh, it. when it I, comes down. Well, I, <laughs> I, I was going to do an impression. I had one, I, I had one picked out in my head because this is the best part about having you on the show is not only that I enjoy your company, but at the same time I get to do like noises and shit and it's okay. Cause you're a voice actor. Everyone check out Mark Philippe, Look, like self promo, except I did it for you. So it's like you encaptured my, essence or my being and controlling the words that i say like a ventriloquist dummy except you don't have your hand up my ass <laughs> hopefully <laughs> Hope. i mean if if you want it there i'll get some nice gloves and i'll loop it up you'll be fine what's like 24.99 for that probably an extra service charge yeah they're, they're like you detailing your car do you just get the seats or do you do the whole fucking thing yeah you might as well do the whole thing yeah, <laughs> uh what were you gonna do what's the impression come on you brought it up. You I do fucking it forgot it now. Go. Oh, come on. I don't know. I, well, I, I do. I want to I want to I want to know about your paper and then we can get to the next. Step. So basically, there was a big thing going on about what happens when there's a situation where there is no way that the car can protect the driver or prevent an accident. Right. Um, so say that there's two people 
coming this way. Somebody came in, someone's going to get T-boned, whatever it is. And there's no way that the car can react fast enough to avoid it. Um, how does it maneuver in order to, you know, protect life? Does it protect the person that it's about to hit and the other car? Does it protect the driver? Does it matter depending on how many people are in your car or how many people are in their car? Um, does it matter if it's pedestrian? Like all these things come into play. Like, what does the car do? Like, does it try to protect as much life as possible or does it protect the life of the driver, the owner of the car? So we had to like talk about that. Like what's, what's right. And it's kind of a like fucking weird situation to even talk Dude, about because I, you paid I, for this car and, yeah. and now this car is going to protect other people because not that their lives matter more than you. It's just because they're trying to reduce casualty. And if you're about to drive into a crowd of people because somebody hit you, and you can't avoid it, but you have a ditch that you can go into and you're probably not going to survive because the ditch is like, I don't know, like a you know, 30 foot ditch and there's like rocks and shit, whatever it is, you might die. But it decides to go into there instead of hitting the crowd of people. People are like, OK, that's fine. Like, that makes sense. Like, you don't want to hit the crowd of people. But then when it comes to something more simple, like there's a car with a family and then there's a car when you're in the car that's self-driving and you're by yourself, then what happens? Does the system realize that there's multiple people in the car? Because there's the stuff that's getting really advanced like this, that's kind of determining who's in what um, in order to protect life. And then when that happens and somebody dies, obviously there's a lawsuit. Most people try to sue. They try to figure it out. Like you said, they're not responsible. So then if something like that happens, does the driver that survived get sued? Is he the one that's punished? I don't know. A lot of this, I mean, from when I did the paper, a lot of it was still not determined. I wasn't sure yet. Like nobody really knew what the ruling on it was going to be. Um, that was also four years ago, three years ago. But so it's, it's funny you say that. Cause I was looking back at like, I had a past guest. His name's Jason Lampro. He was uh, messaging me. He goes, dude, he goes, if you look at this episode 54 of yours or whatever number he rambled off, he goes, yeah, man. Like he's like that you get doxxed for that. And I was like, you understand that three years ago and four years ago might not seem like that long ago, but in society standards, everything has completely changed in a different way. Like it's oh, just, yeah. it's evolved so quickly. Like with the AI cars, for instance, now, if you're, if it's an AI program inside of the car, that's learning. So learn that there's a new stop sign here, learning using Google maps or whatever it does on the roads, it drives, it starts gaining its progress over and over and over again when do you get to the point where it starts installing sensors in your car to be able to sense like just how like your seatbelt knows that you're sitting in the driver's seat and there's a they don't have their seatbelt on it's got to make that beep noise every two minutes um when does it sense and able to communicate just like teslas can communicate to each other by doing like a honk or something like that they can do some secret thing that makes another person's tesla honk when can it sense that car's sensors and understand oh shit this car in front of me you know that i'm about to collide into it's either i kill my passenger or save my passenger either way one car surviving and the other car is not but the car in front of me is a father might have a drinking problem mother might be thinking about a divorce and two kids in the back. Now, one of those kids is going to die of an opioid addiction, but the other one's going to go to college and save humanity. Can the car get to a point where it senses that shit? That's when it gets fucking nuts, man. I'm going to say probably not because there's a lot of legal shit that's probably going to go behind that. But I, I think when it comes down to numbers, it's going to be the guy that's by himself is going to swerve off. Well, it's like camera phones. Yeah. Everyone goes like, oh, the new Samsung or this can take a picture of the moon. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. 
This was proven recently was that when you take a picture of the moon on these new cameras that show like a highly pixelated thing, they're adding pixels. They're clearing up the image for you by inserting pixels that necessarily correlate with the same exact pixels that are there. It's not a better camera. It's just adding more and kind of CGIing it away. And I'm like, this is why we have people that believe the earth is flat. Like that's how I was watching the, uh, and this is nuts too. We got to talk about court for instance, the Rittenhouse thing. Oh my God. I don't even, I'm not going to dive down that rabbit hole, but the Ghislaine Maxwell one is coming up and I'm fucking excited as hell because I'm going to watch the shit out of it. That's the Epstein stuff, man. Like I'm like the weird part I think about Epstein is, and I'm going to bring this up and it's going to take us down a weird rabbit hole. Um, but he's a, he's has the personality of a, a working person, but he had the money of a rich person. That's a dangerous combination. Yeah. And that's what the wealth class, the higher elites who are too dumb to know how to use their money in a proper way would use against it. Like that's why poor people can't be rich. That's why we don't have people like Post Malone all the time. We don't have everyone's not a Post Malone. I don't think it's a cre- – like I think for so long it's – it's a you know, I've started to notice and I think I'm at fault at sometimes for doing it myself too is that you can push blame on other things, but the real accountability is within yourself. But I also think that you can't just blame the government for scenarios. You can't blame these certain issues. I just think there's not a, like raising minimum wage, for instance, I might have the unpopular opinion in this. I don't think you, sh- you should, but I don't think it should be so hard for you to be able to get the job that necessarily you want. Because people like myself, I make $12 an hour. I work at a gym though. I fucking love my job, so I'm willing to get paid because I love fitness. I love the whole working out thing. You just need people that'll accept a salary. You know what? How? I mean, yeah, you got to live, obviously, but they'll accept it and they'll work because they enjoy the job that they're doing. And sadly, there's no viable options for people to go pursue something that they want to fucking pursue. I mean, for you being a voice actor, for instance, there's a lot of people that are voice actors, but now machines are getting so capable where my intro right now is just a person saying, welcome, or you're not listening to out of the blank. I'm going to have it saying, welcome to out of the blank in a robot thing. But even trying to get the robot one, every single thing I'm looking through, trying to get the, you know, the correct one. It's just like, we made it more realistic. You want something that sounds authentic, like an actual person. I click it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this sounds 100% like a person recorded this and said these exact words. I was spending half my time. There's a, um, a thing out there. You can get any actor you want. You can get anybody, cartoon character, anything, and they say it. And it, some of them's really good. I had the guy from the Arby's commercial do the my intro, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" Like, it's that's how crazy it's getting, though. Where you start to realize that now your options are being taken away from you because they found an easier, cheaper way. And I don't think necessarily that's a proper way. That I mean, we've been doing it for thousands of years, or however long you want to say, a couple hundred of years. Um, society's just been slowly trying to find ways to you know cut cost and i necessarily yeah. don't think that they understand the damage that they're doing until like that's why um, i was watching a lot of uh, middle ground i think we talked about it last time you were on um they had fucking i don't know if it's just me because i've talked to so many people but i'm sitting there like my fucking they got a point they got a point like everybody's got points and they had yeah. a satanist and then they had the religious one and as soon as the, there's a satanist person first thing i was like she has no fucking eyebrows now Mind you, I'm simple in the beginning, and then I get on to a more deeper aspect of things. But they were talking about, like, I just love chaos and started laughing. I was like, you're the issue. 
Like you're not, you're, you're, the <laughs> you're not the, you don't need to be eliminated, but you also, the way that you come across things, I don't think you're being fucking serious. And I think when you start kind of joking at a situation, whether you think it's funny or not, you're also devaluing or also kind of in like, you're coming in it in wrong terms where everyone else who's actually coming to the table clean is now in a bias of not wanting to take this seriously, which is how kind of conflicts and arguments deflate. Yeah, for sure. Um, when it comes down, because when you mentioned the uh, the fact that you're able to pretty much pick any celebrity or any voice and it can say whatever you want, scares the absolute shit out of me and a lot of other voice actors. It's a big problem, huge problem. Um, and unfortunately, there's a lot of, I mean, I see it all the time on Twitter and all these other sites where people are just like, oh, no acting uh, background required. We just need you to read these lines. Um, it's this, this, and this. It's how much this per line, how much is per paid minute, whatever it is. And people, I mean, are going to hop on that because they want to get paid, but they don't realize the dangers of that because you're doing that and the person is now taking your voice and they're making it into, uh, well, they're feeding it to an AI pretty much. So they want to have plenty of options. So they're feeding that to an AI and then they're using it for, whatever so now they're basically taking your voice for whatever other thing and then they're giving it to this program that's going to keep playing with it playing with it playing with it and they're going to keep testing it and like my cousin was explaining to me basically if you tell the ai what you want it'll eventually get it like it has to just keep trying like he was showing me that um he was able to get this computer it was either him or somebody else i think it was him uh he was able to get it to draw numbers but like almost look like somebody drew it with a pencil so, like, it was trying to write the letter six, and it looked like somebody actually wrote the letter six. Like, it wasn't perfect. And, like, he got it to make it look like it was realistic. And the way the AI works, he was telling me this one part of it that checks it, and the other part of it that tries to bring the false, um, basically the fake thing. So, it's trying to make this fake six. It's not a real six. They didn't actually draw the six. Like, a person didn't draw it, but they're trying to make it look like a person drew it. And this other program is trying to say, nope, that's not real. That's not real. That's not real. That's not real. And it keeps going until at one point it fools the checker. And they think, oh, yeah, that's a real six. Somebody wrote that, not this program. And it just keeps going and going and going. Same thing with – that's more of a simplistic way of bringing it up. He understands it way better than I do. He probably explain it better. But that's what he was telling me. And it's the same thing for voice. It's the same thing with all these different sounds. Like you can just feed all these different sound bites into a program and it could make a song. And you can just have it keep trying and trying and trying and trying and going over and over. And it's like, then you, you're pretty much removing all the creativity from it. You're putting it into this thing and you're programming it to be creative, which I, I mean, some people think it works. Some people think it's like, it's amazing. And I'm sure there's some great stuff that came out of it, but it just scares the hell out of me because you're going to lose a lot of, a lot of jobs and opportunities for voice actors eventually down the line when this shit gets better, it's going to be very, very difficult. I mean, you won't be able to replace on screen. I mean, I mean, maybe they will at some point, but it's just the, the jobs are going to narrow down quick. Um, and I just hope that people still have that mentality of if you want the real thing, you got to pay for the real thing. And it's not always going to sound authentic, but that's well, right now. So. I think I think um, what I started thinking about is 
with films, for instance, like how long until they can just decide that they can just use one actor, but then find a way to like distort his face using CGI or something yeah. and then have what one or two actors, a male and a female lead or whatever you want to say, and then just have it distorted to the point where you don't have to worry about paying other actors just because it's a cheaper option and people aren't really going to tell the difference. You know, that person might not exist. You go and search up their file. Like that dude's my favorite actor. You go and search them up. And next thing you're like, this person doesn't exist. There's no social security number there is no identification number there's no fucking high school yearbook where they had a funny quote maybe like pointing at the person beside them saying like i fucked her in high school doesn't matter it's not there because it doesn't exist because that person doesn't exist that person is a figment of technology now yeah it's strange it's strange and it's weird as shit to me um how come i haven't seen any mark philippe posts on your thing i I'm like, Wolverine I Wednesday. I've, it's, I've been, I've, you're I've been off slacking. social. I've been slacking. I've been slacking. I was actually talking to David about this because he was talking about, uh, what the hell were we talking about? He posted a thing about like Cinnabon. And it's like my guilty pleasure. I love Cinnabon. Oh, I haven't had it forever. Human trash. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't had it forever. And uh, then we started talking. And he's like, yeah, I haven't been posting serial videos. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, don't worry. I'm like, you got time. I understand. It's hard sometimes to keep track, like your life gets in the way, whatever. But then I told him, I was like, I'm sure I'll see you doing a, a review sometime soon. And then he, he did a review, I think recently, last week or earlier this week. A couple of days ago. A uh, couple well, days ago. When, we, when we're talking. Uh, <laughs> we're technically right, time of... travelers because this one's going to be released later down the line. That's, that, that is true. That is true. We are in the future right now, Robbie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, been, I've been slacking. I've been slacking. I'm guilty. Are you I have, I had anything? Video- yeah, I'm I'm working on stuff. It's mostly the booth downstairs. Jesus a lot Christ, to... how long have you been building that fucking dude, shed, dude? Dude, it's it's not it, dude, it's the it's the basement. Um it's a it's it's hard when you don't really know what the hell you're doing and you're trying to figure it out by yourself. I'm up to painting. I can paint now. Okay, so shit. I, I picked out the paint. That was probably the biggest pain in the ass. I was actually trying to figure out what color I wanted because I'm like, this is the color that I'm gonna look at every day. So I gotta pick the right I gotta pick the right color. Baby barf uh, green. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Uh, I was actually thinking of this, like, I want to have the room dark, but I was like a darker color, so it makes the feel, room feel a little warmer. Um, and I was actually thinking of like a dark green. And as much as I was like, this kind of weird, I always liked the green color. Um, it didn't really work out. I was going to have like a dark green with like, maybe like this kind of like grayish kind of looking ceiling. It wasn't going to work. So I ended up going with this dark blue and this lighter gray ceiling. Um, you'll see it when it's, when it's done. Um, but uh but yeah, it was – honestly, I, I was, like, doing all the sanding and all that stuff, and it was a pain in the ass, and I got to, like, all the paint samples, and I'm checking against the wall. I'm like, God, this sucks. I'm like, I'd rather have so much – like, this is the paint we're doing. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll just do that. But it came to narrowing it down, and I was like, oh, this is horrible. Because I could see different options working working fine, and they all would have looked good. Then it honestly came down to some of the stuff that I was already given to hang up in the room, and I was like, these would look better with a blue wall. So I'm going to go with the blue wall. So I picked it based off picture frames. But – it's going to be fine. I'm looking forward to it being being done. What is your next plan after you finish the shed? After I finish the shit. Um, I said shed, but okay. Oh, shed. No. <laughs> would never yeah. say shit on something you're creating. That's horrible. <laughs> Who do you think after, I am? After I finish the studio, um, my plan is to basically move this whole setup downstairs. So like where I have my computer and everything right now while we're talking. I got to move it downstairs and I have to get the Wi-Fi set up down there because it's not a strong signal down there. 
I was gonna actually hardwire it, but I'm going through two floors. Uh, so it's gonna be a pain in the ass to actually get it directly connected to the router from the top floor through the first floor to the basement. It's gonna be a pain in the ass. Um, plus the room that I'm going into is surrounded by concrete because um, it was an extension on the house. Uh, so it's going to be really hard to actually get it to where I really want it. It's going to be more work than I need it to be. So I just got to get a really strong extender or maybe even just get a separate router and hope that they don't fight each other. A really strong man at Bed Bath & Beyond to help you. I can get a very, very strong man. There's very, a, very strong man. What the fuck was that? <laughs> don't judge me, Robbie. Don't judge me, Robbie. I'm not judging you. <laughs> not judging you at all. What is that? Oh, is it the water switched from a glass to a hydro flask? I, I've, I, I've had this for a long time. You just haven't seen it. Just dusted it off out of the uh, closet or something? No, no. I just, I usually have a glass when I'm home, but uh, I worked out. The other day and i just was like all right i'm just gonna keep using this and then i'll wash it later today or whatever that's it right on right on um, conserve robbie conserve okay, okay. um <laughs> what about um ideas of when I'm, we see we you know the, the, the whole everything you just kind of said was small steps to immediate things like right in front of you things physical things what about work wise like uh work wise spending a lot of time at actual work um at my nine to five job so bank bank no, 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 no. Uh, insurance. insurance. Oh, you sell insurance. No way. What do you I sell? do not. I do not. I do not sell insurance. I work at an insurance Driving company. Insurance? And I, I don't, I don't yeah, need it. My car does it itself. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's an insurance company that deals with bigger, bigger companies. Um, so I'm just working in the accounting department, have no accounting degree. Um, never been an accountant before, but nobody not. there is, a, nobody there is a CPA besides the CFO. So I'm like, this is fine. So I was uh, asked if I could come in and do a few hours over the summer. And now it's become a full-time job because apparently people there need me. So I've been doing all right. I, it's not my passion. It's not my goal, but it's money. Um, and it's helping me fuel my addiction, but it's taking time away from my addiction, which is obviously voiceover. Um, but uh, like I said, with the last conversation we had, my still focusing on like getting engaged, all these other things that I got to do, moving out, having a house, all these different things. So I need money for those things. And uh, voiceover has not provided me that much money at the same time. Um, but I'm still doing small things here and there. There's like continuous projects that are unpaid that I'm still doing. Um, there's like small Wolverine things that people have me do for audio comics and stuff like that. But besides that, it's just really practicing in my booth for it, you know, when I can. Um, and because of the nine to five now, I have to try to get a different coach because uh, she was usually available during the day um because she she's from new york um and now that that can't happen because i get out i get home at like 5 30 6 o'clock sometimes and she's already done for the day so i got to try to get somebody in california so at least there's a time difference and i can make it work that we're way gonna, but... we're gonna beef up your profile with this episode okay we're gonna <laughs> we're, i want you we're gonna i'm gonna cast the scene and we're gonna do it oh no here yes. we go this is how you know this shit this is how the shit goes I, I, this is how it goes every time i know i understand board <laughs> meeting selling the AI technology, but starting off with the car. So you want me to sell the car? I'm going to fund it, but you have to sales pitch it to me. So I'm at the board meeting. We're sitting in the chair. I'm sitting next to Bezos. I got my arm around Elon Musk, giving him a little noogie. Sell it to me. Sell me your AI machine. Why do I have to buy your AI? Have you ever wanted to take a shit while driving? I 
all the time. <laughs> all the time. Well, this vehicle, right, within the front seat, all you have to do, because the vehicle is driving itself, put it in auto drive, okay? You lift up the cushion, toilet seat, right there. TP, passenger seat, right on the side right there where you can recline it back. There's a little hatch. Open it up. Baby wipes, too, if you need. I know sometimes you need one of those, you know, oh sticky God. shits. Right there. Perfect for you. Now, if shitting is not your thing, you don't want to shit in public, technically, you're in public, people are driving around, whatever you want to do it. There's a little shade there. You press the button, comes up this way, blocks it. Now, if somebody's coming at you head on, they're going to see you taking a shit. That's just what it is. But from the back, they won't see you. And the side, they won't see you. So to me, to me, taking a shit while driving, surreal experience. I would want anybody, any of my friends, to experience it because it's a once in a lifetime kind of deal, Elon. Bezos, Robbie, you'd understand. Once you shit in a car, you'll never go back. Well, I got one deciding factor for you. I'm going to ask you a question, and this is going to decide whether I buy into your uh, machine or not. Do you wipe back to front or do you wipe front to back? Front to back or back to front? Is this a serious question? Answer the question. Front to back. I don't wipe shit onto my balls. You sick bastard. <laughs> Get out of my fucking office. You wipe <laughs> shit on your balls? I don't do that. I don't ever shit, so I don't know. Oh, well, that's that's different. This is hypothetical. You picked Robbie. the poop this, topic, really. This... That was That's what was painful about it. <laughs> you could have went anywhere with it. The car fucking has cup holders. I, that would have got me, too. But you were just like straight to the, you want to take a dump while driving? I was like, I'd like to. Yes. We want the advanced time. technology these days, Robbie. Advanced technology. And I'm no, sorry. We don't. We want technology that's dumber than ever. That's how it is. It went to fidget spinners, and it's all been downhill from there. People have just lost the attention spans. It's the damn TikToks are getting fucking worse. You think – I was listening to an evolutionary biologist. Um, his name is Brett Weinstein. Not Brett Weinstein. It's, yeah, it is Brett Weinstein. Um, he's, it's his, him and his brother, Eric. Um, he was talking about like that – oh, no, it was Eric, I think. He was talking about how his – orthodont like his teeth his roots of his teeth are too short um as dennis said and he's had multiple teeth like lost and pulled out and he goes if he goes why is that like why is my mouth like this and he goes well it's because your orthodontist moved your teeth forward too fast when you were like a kid so it, it messed up everything coming in naturally if i sell if i tell you that you have too many teeth in your mouth that your mouth can't handle it that's fucking weird if you say it out loud that's really fucking weird. And it's because our diets, it's everything that goes on today has completely just wiped off this natural selection thing or this type of thing that happens that our body has learned to evolve and process. Back in the day, people's teeth fell out because they never brushed. They never gave them hygiene. They never did any of these types of things. But on the concept of like, they also didn't have to worry about getting teeth pulled. They didn't have to worry about all these incidences that we are dealing with now where I've heard more teeth stories than ever. I've heard more people talk about like, oh, I got to take care of my teeth, got to take care of my teeth. Because I think that's our, the food that we're eating is not like the sugars in it. Like you used yeah. to get like natural sugars and now it's all processed foods, which is leading to this thing. Or I start to look at like, what else have we kind of like about ourselves? Um, especially our, our attention spans is probably the most you can see it. I mean, our forms of entertainment now are limited to a device. I think I've been on my phone more in the past month than I've been ever in my life. And that's just because I play like a dumb game on my phone or I'm watching, I've been getting into anime. 
okay. um, Naruto especially. Dude, there are so many damn scenes where it could turn into like a gay like moment. <sighs> Like the master and the student, you know what I'm talking about? Like sitting back to back, eating a fucking popsicle. And then like, that's a legit scene. Then it's just like, you see the red, like they're blushing above their face and they're talking about something. And then he just like gets a message and walks off. I was like, I thought this was going to go another fucking way. Thank God it's free. Um, (laughs) But I think it's because of our attention spans and explosions every couple of minutes. And it's like, it's interesting because... I think that is now opening up the door for us to lose a lot of aspects. Like you try talking to a kid now, like it just doesn't, it, it, it's weird. I think you're seeing a lot yeah. more parents now that are keeping their kids. And now you actually have to watch what your kids are looking at. Like I said, with the algorithm thing, I mean, I was watching just shooting videos, people shooting guns or, you know, people having fun. And that led to someone pulling off to the side of the road, getting out of their car and shooting somebody. And then you like, um, I was watching, uh, what was it? It was just the hair cutting videos, the barber doing like the yeah, line yeah. of the hair. It led to a person walks into a, a barbershop with a gun and shoots a guy. The bar- guy goes, get out of the way to the customer. The customer runs over to the side, pulls out his gun and shoots the dude dead. And then fucking that's it. And I'm like, my algorithm just led me here. Like, this is just reels and it's just going through, going through and going through and going through. And the next, you know, bam, that's there. Um, I was going to say another one. Uh, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, damn it. I'm a, I lost my train of thought. I was trying to grab it. I was like, sir, (laughs) I got my ticket. Come back. (laughs) Goes off. Um, but I think there's a large generation of people now, like kids, like people having kids at my age that are just like, no, I'm not letting my kid. Cause now before there used to be the stereotype, you have to watch what your kid, or you have to make sure that your kids aren't watching anything bad. Dude, they weaponized fucking Sesame street. Did you see that shit? Yeah. Or they fucking so. were doing a vaccine episode. It's yeah. like now you actually legit have to be like, are my fucking kids being brainwashed by shit? Like, or trying to spin a narrative. Like when your kid starts coming up to you and asking about like Bitcoin or when it starts asking you about like the corporate elites, you're like, what the fuck are you watching? Yeah, that's a whole nother rabbit hole that I can talk to you about for a, for a while. Another thing with my cousin talking about like NFTs mm. and all the stuff that all that's these celebrities are getting into. Dude, the, like the bored apes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? The what? Uh, the bored apes you ever seen those things they're called bored apes like post malone had a in his uh what's the video called um he did one with the weekend recently um something right now or right one or whatever it was 14 seconds into the video he opens up his phone and there's a bored ape nft these things are worth like i don't know if you know much about crypto um but do you know what solana is solana coin okay so Basically, there's all these different coins that are coming in right now, and there's a lot of coins that actually have a lot of value when it comes to what it can do. Okay. So, like, Ethereum is used to process transactions. Um, so, basically, like, I don't know how long, I don't know if you know how long it takes to wire money, but to wire money, basically, if you send a wire from a bank to some customer or whatever, to their account, it takes like an hour. So, Ethereum was doing this stuff where you can change it to, uh, it's like you want to convert whatever cryptocurrency to a different cryptocurrency or you want to take crypto that you had in one wallet to a different wallet. So I wanted to take it from MetaMask wallet, which is one type of form of holding on to crypto to Coinbase. Uh, you take it there, you have to have something called gas money, which is Ethereum coin. And that coin is worth $3,000 per one coin. It's like the most ridiculous thing. And it's used to process that transaction. It takes five to 10 minutes, which is a lot shorter than what a wire would take if you want to transfer that money that way. 
Solana has come now, come in now, and their stuff is instantaneous, pretty much. It takes a couple seconds to make a transaction. Pension so, spans. Yeah. So literally, it's about it's about convenience. It's about speed. It's about people wanting things now. They don't want to wait. Same thing you're talking about with it comes to like, you know, watching these videos, like TikToks. Like I stopped watching TikToks. I actually got rid of, I didn't get rid of my TikTok. It's still technically on there, but I offloaded it, whatever, to save space. So I have to re-download it to save space, to like watch it again. Because I was sitting on the toilet. I'm like, dude, this is an hour and a half. My ass is numb. I can't sit here anymore and watch TikToks. So I haven't been on TikTok in forever. People send me it and I have to look at it through Safari or whatever. But it's just like, you got these videos that are, um, you know, I know now you can do like three minutes or whatever it is, but whatever. It was like a minute long and then it's over. And it's like, you change the channel. You go to the next one. It's like channel surfing. You're I just did that all before just... this podcast. And I think that's why I'm like a little bit slow right now is because I've been watching just a bunch of random ass videos. It's just like, it's the strangest world. Like I was fucking in. like all like, I got a bunch of shit yeah. to talk about on this show. Now I've, I fucking lost it all. Cause I just spent the past hour and a half just watching mindless fucking videos and they're like, what, 20 seconds a thing? There's a person reacting to someone saying this, keep it going, or send me this, or duet me. And I'm like, fucking yeah. A. So, But you go through all that stuff, and you're like, okay, 20 seconds went by. You go to another one. You go to another one. Do another one. And now you start to realize, like, oh, well, this is taking too long. Like, you're doing something like 20 seconds has gone by, a minute's gone by. You want something new. You need something new. You need something new. That's, like, it's the strangest thing. That's, like, what you're saying when it comes to talking to kids. They're all on that. So when they're constantly getting that new thing or instant gratification or whatever it is, patience is no longer a virtue. It's no longer something that people even care to have anymore because it's not like it's not necessary. A lot of the stuff now, it's like it's no longer something that's expected. You know what I mean? Like all this technology that we have. It's, it's amazing. It really is. The okay. fact that we can do all this stuff, but it, it, it releases not releases, but it it removes any kind of natural human like normalcy of being like all right well i have to wait for this i have to work for this i have to like it, it may for something like this takes time people are like well why is it taking so long i thought like you know they're not appreciating the fact that something like this takes you know like whatever like you're calling somebody that shit has to go to space comes back down to reach to you like whatever it doesn't matter they're just thinking oh my phone's fucking taking forever or like you know this is taking too long this is taking too long it's not fast enough nothing is fast enough so that's what all this is coming into play with all this crypto and all this shit all these solana coin it's all about these faster transactions for people to make more money and all these celebrities are jumping in on this shit but the nft thing is a different thing that's a whole nother conversation we can have whether it's today or another another time well natural selection for instance like going back to the evolutionary thing now before it was a weak sign of weakness to show your feelings now everybody shows their feelings and i think you're now this might be an unpopular opinion might be a heated subject for people listening but on a concept of like if you assimilate, your body assimilates to help survival. So those will be key natural, I guess, evolutionary features. You know, you will find a way to assimilate, find a way to survive, find things that are going on. So you're not the odd man out where eventually back in the day you used to be killed. If you were the odd person out, if you were different, you'd be cast out of society or you would be stoned to death or you'd be some type of thing that was different. People didn't like different. Now it's like, I wonder with all this, like all the new generations coming up attached to these devices where that's going to be a part of the evolutionary cycle where there's like, you know how the alphas are now like the underlings now, like the people that used to be jocks in high school are not cool at all. All the nerds are cool now. 
I'm not saying that people out there that are like popular stars are nerds. I'm just saying, I think that perspective has shifted because their body, like they found a way to become successful. And now people are trying to aspire to be that success. So your body's thinking of that as a natural way of evolving. You have to assimilate. Like I said, four years ago, I don't think how I think now in yeah. a lot of good ways. That's a great thing. But then also in key features about like our attention spans, for instance, our attention spans are evolving to a point where we're not gonna be able to sit through a film properly. You know what I mean? There has to be something every minute, any film out right now has something to do every single minute has a joke has a some type of community thing i don't see any really i mean even though there's a lot of documentaries on netflix and people can get interested in those they still do them in a very spastic type way and i think that's gonna lead down a weird rabbit hole like i don't know yeah i mean with films in general they they can't always keep everything but now it comes down to like you said there can't be a slow or a dull moment for a lot of these films that's why I get into the corporate elite shit. I don't know why everyone doesn't think it's as fun as me. Like everyone's like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with it. It's like politics or religion. I'm like, we should talk about religion too. Like what the, what's wrong with Nobody Satanism? wants to talk about any of it. Nobody wants to talk about any of that stuff. Oh, you because it's because all of it is politicized. Nah. That's the problem. Yeah, it is. CNN's That's afraid to get sued. Dude, imagine if we had our own news network. Oh my God. What would we report stories on? Dude, I don't even know. I don't want to talk about anything. Stabbings. <laughs> I just want a <laughs> stabbing network. Oh my god! Call it the wanna, STAB stab. Dude, I want to avoid all that as much as possible. I rather just keep all that to myself because, like you said, when it when it comes not even just attention spans, people just can't have conversations. They can't. You can't have I a can't. different opinion. I can't. I know you can. You can. You can. You're I can't. I can't. What do you mean you can't? Right now, I feel slowed. Those TikToks got me. They I'll stop with the TikToks. Affected my fucking brain. I watched a man get gunned down in a barber shop over a seven ninety nine haircut, and that's seven hundred and ninety nine dollars, not seven ninety nine, like seven dollars ninety nine. That's how much haircuts fucking are. I got a haircut like what three weeks ago, and my hair's already looking fucking long. I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, well, you must be getting a lot of that. That uh, what is it? Um, fuck, it's in Jello. I know because I've been eating a lot of Jello. It's in gelatin, collagen. Collagen is oh, good for your hair. It's in fucking Jello. Um, you must be getting a lot of collagen. Your hair's getting long. It must be eating a good amount of collagen. I'm like, what? So what do I have to eat to make my hair stop growing so I can stop spending twenty dollars on fucking haircuts every time I go when I'm only there for five minutes? And the lady doesn't even look. She's like, "Zip, you're done." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, okay. Dude, I mean, even my haircuts now. They used I used to pay. When I was in high school. It was thirteen dollars a haircut. It was great. And now it's 26. I'm like, this sucks. I was like, because my hair not only does not get that long, because I get a haircut. As, as you can see, I need collagen in my life. My hair is, is thinning. You should have seen my hair in high school. Um, it was a lot I thicker. bet you had an afro. Dude, when I was born, when I was little, and before I got my first haircut, um, I had a curly-headed afro. That's what I had. I like these just curly hair. I was like this big. And then... Uh, Got that haircut, and then now it's just like always short. But my hair curls, my beard curls. You'll never see me with a Santa beard. Never gonna happen. It just gets really tight. So when I go and get my haircut, I wait like three months before I get a haircut. So I'll get a haircut like four times a year. That's that's really it. And people are like, you wait that long for a haircut? And I'm like, my hair don't go that fast. And when it grows, the only time I actually get a haircut is because I'll get up in the morning and my sideburns will start to curl like this way. I start going like that, and that's when I'm like, "Yeah, I need a haircut." You get I the need Jewish to get curl too. I get, I get the Jewish girls. Okay. They curls. 
I get the coils for the coils. I get no, dude. I, I do. I get them. Um, and uh, it's just weird going in, and I'm like, wow, that I'm wasn't hanging. kosher. That wasn't <laughs> kosher. <laughs> oh come on, come on. You had me do the rabbi thing. The I'm offended. Oh, don't give me that. Someone brought that up in a podcast episode. I was like, no, nah, I already talked about this. Get on the phone. I really did the rabbi thing. I had Mark in it. We did the rabbi. Hmm. No, dude. Uh, so you pay twenty dollars for your haircut. When was your haircut? Like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, dude, your hair grows fast. Yeah, no, it's getting white too. All the stress. I don't think it's stress anymore. I think it's just genetics, probably. What about your dad? Your dad get white hair fast? My grandmom got it at 26. Oh, that could be it. All white. I was like, wow. damn, that's something. That's why it's important to track down like your fucking genetic things. But also maybe CRISPR is a good idea. Someone would have crispr me when I was a baby. Maybe I could be like talented or some shit. Oh, stop that. There's shit. one thing that we're all fucking good at in this world. I just wish there would be an answer of what that is. So then you don't waste any more time doing anything you necessarily wouldn't be good at. You know what I mean? You don't think you're good at what you're doing right now? No. I'm a hundred percent honest with you. I think I'm a little, I'm above average in everything that I do and that's okay. But then anybody can excel past me because all they have to do is put time and work into it and they get really good at it. Like I, I, I know so many people where I'm like, it's just like, if you look at the beginning to where I'm at now, it's, there's a giant change you can tell because I'm more me. Cause I only, cause it's just literally me, me, you talking. I find that like, even with the, like the first 20 minutes of trying to find a subject or something in my head, it doesn't, that's me trying to what impress an audience member. It's like, it's you, you're in it for the conversation, like a fly on the wall. I think that's, what's important. Like, I like to hear about what you're working on, what you're doing in your yeah. life. Cause I actually give a shit. Um, and I just, that's just kind of how I've established this thing. So yeah, I mean, I guess it fits, but like, it was a weird thought I had. Imagine if an AI clone, if they could just see all my podcast stuff and then create an exact replica Robbie and then send them over to my house and replace me or something. Would my parents or would someone in my family know that I was a clone? Probably not because I'm exactly how I am in real life. How I am on the show. So it's like you start to it's about I'm like all for like validation or trying to find who you are validate within yourself. I think too many people worry about like what this person or what that is or what this is or making up social cues. I'm like, think how you think, say how you say, just don't be afraid. If someone doesn't like those things, it doesn't mean you have to stop being you. You just got to find, you know, you got to understand that every, you're not going to like every single person in the world, but you should like yourself. And I think a lot of people don't like themselves. A lot of people want to be something that they're not. And I think what that means is someone wants to be a rock star. Someone wants to be this because they see what comes with it. And I'm like, you got to earn your own success in such a sense. Like Jim Carrey holding a check for $60 million or $6 million, whatever the hell it was. And then he got casted for Dumb and Dumber or whatever the hell it was and made that much money. Like he willed it into the universe. You could say that. Is it Will? Is it God? I have no fucking clue. We're in a wrong place in society if you can't poke fun at both of those things. Willing something into the fucking universe. I wish Kate Upton would show up at my fucking doorstep. <laughs> I'll be here waiting for the I'll next be here thousand for you. years. <laughs> but dude, seriously, do, do you want outside validation or are you happy with yourself? I want because to, you I want to walk out of my door to a world where everything is chirping and beautiful. Don't and give me that, that shit. Someone sucks my dick. <laughs> uh, all right, come on. Seriously. I don't know you, what I want, you, to be honest with you. Okay, you don't, you don't know what you want. That's normal. But you can't sit here and tell me that you don't think 
that what you do, you're not good at what you do. Obviously, you're good at what you do, and you bring your own thing to it. Everyone's different. You have your own, you with your own voice, your own persona. I mean, it's not even persona. You said it's you. You bringing you to the show is what no one else can do because it's you. No one else can be you. Like they can try to replicate what your show does, but it's not going to be your show. A lot of people they can never that recently sparked up in trends was more of a conversational style thing. But I don't think I think a lot of people try and see if their show has value in the things that they talk about. And I'm like, I don't necessarily think it's the subject of the show. I think it's the content of the person. You know, I'm not the most interesting person in the world at all. I don't deserve. I mean, but the listeners I do have, for instance, that see value in it is because I know what it's like to go through like an outcast type thing. I know what it's like for a bunch, you know, odd place and time to be put into or an odd kind of role to be put into and i think that's where i fit in the most is that i'm not trying to be what people want you to be i'm just being me and i learned from that and i think that's what anybody out there should aspire to do it's how you become good at something you get your voice for maybe doing an impression of something else but like how you talked about in the beginning you want it to be like the wolverine that you do is not the real wolverine it's your wolverine but yeah. people can see that connection with it and be like i fucking like that yeah I see where you're going. You're trying to keep talking about something that's not yourself. Yeah, I, I am. You. I'm deflecting see, like a motherfucker. You're dude. deflecting. Come on. Come on, man. You can't you can't be it's like gross. Get the no fuck stop. Shit. I'm like Elon Musk. Get away from me. Get away. Get, get, get away from me. Talk, talk, I don't want to talk about myself. No, no, no. You can but you can't do that. You can't be like everyone should do this, aspire to do this, be you know, be themselves. That's the most important thing. And you're doing that. You are doing that, but then you're saying it's also not not good or you're not good at what you do it doesn't matter what you think yeah it doesn't really matter what you think okay because i know you said it's about making yourself happy it's about doing whatever but you're doing it and that's the most important thing and most people don't like the sound of their own voice they don't like seeing themselves on camera but you're about to be at a thousand episodes okay yeah it's a good feeling looking back at it but i don't think it's fully hit me yet you know what i mean yeah, but obviously, you like it enough to do a thousand of them. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Talk so, to people a lot. Yes. So, but you leave a piece of you in every episode, obviously, and uh, nobody really understands the full Robbie. I feel like with a lot of these people that go through all the episodes, they won't really understand the full you because you don't let it out. I understand. I had someone comment that like you want to be remembered, then what's your fucking name? I'm like, just look at the show details. It's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's <there>. my name. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm serious, man. I mean, like, you bring your own thing, and everyone brings their own thing to the table. Whether or not it's good or not is all relative to the audience, to yourself, and to whatever. It doesn't really matter what they think at the end of the day, though. If this shit makes you happy, then you're doing it well. And I know you kept saying that somebody can do the same thing that you're doing practice more, work harder or whatever, all that shit. Nobody's really endowed with all these things. People can be given talent, but hard work can be talent every day. If talent is lazy, nothing's going to happen. But you're obviously hardworking. You don't, you haven't stopped. Like I said, a thousand episodes in, you, that's not laziness to me. You know what I mean? So, and a lot of people could get discouraged along the way. And I'm sure there's points where you got discouraged and we're like, you know, am I wasting my time doing this? It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you have to remember what you feel when you're doing this. That feeling that you get of gratification of talking to somebody and being able to have that real conversation that you don't get to see really anywhere else. Nobody's really having a real conversation. And you allow that to happen. 
to me, I think that's great. You're not a fucking A-list actor. You're not doing all these action shots. Who the fuck gives a shit? It's not real. None of that shit is real. That's all for the audience. This is for the viewer. This is for the listener. This is for people that need it, that really need it. I don't need an Expendables 4. I don't need that. I need a real conversation. I think a lot of people need it. So you give yourself a little bit more, you should give yourself a little bit more credit than you're given because you're, you're talking about yourself in a way that anybody can do this. Why do you say it in such a way that it's like, because it's easily doable by just hitting a record button. I just think it just depends on how much time you're willing to put in to do something that you necessarily don't see a payoff for. Like, I don't really see a payoff goal in this aspect, but I've gained more knowledge from it. Like it's had me thinking um, with the recent artwork uh, Adam's doing, um, like Dr. Manhattan, the way that he used to talk in like the Watchmen where they used to be like, don't you care about people? He goes, I've lost that feeling long ago. Like yeah. once you start seeing the picture bigger, like I started thinking, what happens if I had ultimate power, like God power, or like I knew that there was other dimensionals that I could just travel to with a snap of my fingers and none of this shit fucking matter. Like if you had God power or something, you start to realize the insignificance in a lot of things. And I think you can tackle that in a lot of aspects in your life because people come across a challenge that they necessarily think that might consume their whole entire world in that moment. But I mean, if you look at it from a grander view and look at it like, minimalize or minuscule the problem that is so i guess consuming of your brain to a point to where it's nothing then it doesn't hurt you as much i just think that there's a lot of stuff where i don't know if it's necessarily the dramatization of it but just how we can we can't handle a lot of shit anymore like a lot of people just can't it's like a break and people say like well that's mental health i'm like dude i fucking know what mental health is there's a difference between like in something wrong and then there's a difference between mental health and mental health is something wrong but fucking a man like there's a lot of people that do shit that to themselves in a horrible sense because they just can't handle the situations that they're placed in and i don't think that's necessarily their fault like people go like maybe you just need to go find help you need to go talk to someone i'm like i don't think that's it i think they're more sensitive to the situation that's going on around us, which is the fact that we're all going to be that person five years from now. I think that's why it scares people so much. You know what I mean? Like everyone sees someone that's going through something like tragic or horrible. You see a house fire. That could fucking be you. You see someone yeah. that jumps off a bridge. That could be you. You could get to a certain point where the way you think right now is completely changed. You know, you're not the same person you were a day ago. You're not the same person you were four years ago. Every fucking day, it's a different kind of outcome. And I think people need to hold more of that into their head where it's like, I understand that you might be at the worst stressful part in your entire life at this moment you feel, but it either gets better or it gets worse. And the way that you keep thinking about it, it's going to keep getting worse. So you need to flip your fucking perspective. You need to flip the scenarios that you're in. I just, it's so much easier to talk about shit than it is just to fucking say no to someone else's thing and continue with your own narrative. I mean, it's cool if you want to do that, but I don't see any value in that. And I see a lot of that happening more and more and more. And that's one thing I can't fucking stand, dude. Like if you want to hear me fucking go off about some real shit, that's what it is. Well, I just so much of like, this person's a fucking idiot. This person's this. I'm like, in a joking sense, I'll say it. But at the same time, I don't actually think that I'm going to hear anybody the fuck out. I've had a couple episodes that have gotten like super political and shit, and I don't agree with those people on a couple of things, but I don't sit there and shut them down. We talk about shit and you come across that more. You don't see that happening. Now. It's the fucking if I was president, bro, bro, 
If I was president, I would get up and be like, Illuminati's fucking, I would want, I would release all that shit, dude. And I would get shot in the head on camera, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Then people would know, but then how long until people just don't give a fuck and they just go on to the next thing, maybe a week, maybe two weeks. I don't know, but Very fast. it's, it's fucking strange to me. Like, I feel like our priorities as a society is just fucking it's gone down the shitter. bro. Yeah. We should all just yeah. work at a Home Depot. I don't fucking know. I don't want to work at Home Depot. I had no to. One, I had no to one do knows that. Anything is. I had to get a glass window, okay. like a small one, that I could spray paint to get a cool camera shot where the camera was behind the glass, and I spray painted the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was walking through Home Depot. I was like, "There's a lot of fucking shit in here." And I was like, "Do you know where this is?" Like, you can ask that person down there in maintenance. And I walk all the way down to the thing. You can ask that person in hardware. Fucking all the way down there. I was like, "This is that fucking meme that you, you fucking Home Depot. Nobody can fucking help you. I do you work here? No, I don't." It, it's the worst thing ever. I can't tell you how many people I go up to with the Home Depot apron. It's like, oh uh, yeah, I th- I think it's over by the uh, the two by fours. And I'm like, it's definitely not. But okay. Then I see somebody else, and he's like, oh yeah, it's definitely by the drywall. And I'm like. Okay, and I go by the drywall. There's nothing there. I'm like, <sighs> I was trying to find insulation. I found insulation eventually, but I was trying to find specific insulation. Eventually, found it. But the fact is that you go there and you got guys that are just working there. And I'm like, I don't know how long you're working here. Now, if you're working here for like two weeks, you don't know where everything is. That's fine. This place is gigantic. But some of y'all, I know you're working here for a long time, and you just don't give a fuck. <laughs> so That's the like, thing. It's over there, and it's like. That doesn't help me. Like over there means where? Like there's like six aisles this way. Tell me which aisle. Between aisle one and 20. You're like, fuck. Like, great. I'll check every aisle. I'll be here for half an hour. This is fantastic. I hate Home Depot. I hate it. Well, it's because people don't care about the position that they're in or the job that they're in. I mean, there's no job security. There's no living. Living's just so hard right now. And I think if someone asked me the question, maybe at the beginning of the show, someone asked me the question, would you rather, uh, make your life easier or would you ra- or would you rather want to be rich or would you rather there be more viable options for people to pursue the things that they want dude i think at this point now i'm leaning more towards a more viable options for people to want to be able to do the things that they want because i think money to me makes my life happy but at the same time i'm still gonna be fucking miserable if i go into a goddamn store i'm gonna be miserable when i'm walking out in the world or doing anything because there's just a bunch of people that are trying to find a way to get what i have you know what I mean? Like it's start, you start to notice that if everyone's able to do the things that they want to be doing, then maybe that might lead to a happy world. But then here's the issue that I also started having is that if you let people like people always want to blame a problem on something else or say that it wasn't me, it was because of this or because of this. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't fucking think like that. You get you can't, no... you can't and structural issues, even with the government, the situation that I'm in, situation that we're all in, that we can't do the things that we want to do we can sit there and blame the structural issues of that. But at the same time, it's like, what are we doing to be able to do the things that we're supposed to be doing? Are we going to sit on the, on our beds on the top with our fucking fingers lapped in or crossed in between each other and just look up at the sky or look up at our ceiling and the fucking popcorn ceilings that we all have that nobody knows why they're fucking like that. You don't know. why, do you No, I have no idea. Exactly. But it's like that. Um, Just looking up at it and going, well, I, it's not my fault though. It's the government's fault. It's this fault. It's like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. What are you fucking doing to do the things that you're supposed to be doing? Are you building your fucking shed? Are you doing your voice acting promos? Are you doing anything to get your <laughs> deflect? Fucking so bad. I know you've been uh, deflected for like 25 minutes because so I'm like, getting when, emotional. We're, ne- uh, we're never going to talk about what you want to, what I want to talk about. Right? Never. What do you want to try? 
I no no. I want to talk about you. No, Every episode, I try to talk about you. No, I don't want to talk about me. We talk about it off air. Oh come on! I Everybody hearing it now, car. unless he unless he unless he cuts this out. Everyone hearing it now. My this auto driving guy's... killed a family. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing that Robbie does every time. He wants to talk about that the guest and then he'll talk about well nobody really asked me any questions and that's fine i'm normal i'm used to it and when somebody asks him questions about himself he deflects he deflects come on man it's important to let this shit out it's important i have a you you barely even let it out with me off here pillow that i cry into 25 come on when are we gonna get to impressions Dude, enough with the impression. You can play my we therapist. Can, we can we can do with this shit all day. This is all easy stuff. This is all, I was this practicing. Is... I just wish I could remember what impressions I was practicing. Oh come on, this is important stuff. This is important stuff. At least to me, it's important. I don't care if you don't think it's important to me. It's important. Well, I appreciate that. I um, I'm gonna deflect now, right, Robbie? That's what you're gonna say. I am gonna deflect. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh. Damn it. Um, I don't know, man. I like learning a lot now. I used to hate it in school. And I think it's the best way to say it is that how many people are actually learning the things that they want to be learning. Maybe if you have more people would have drive into something if they actually were doing something that they wanted to do. And it just goes back to that same point of like more options for people. Because I think um, Ben Shapiro said it. He doesn't hire people with degrees to do like any of his stuff is because those people that have degrees, a degree doesn't mean anything. And it's like, at one point you would think that a college degree was everything. And then now it's like in society is like, I don't think you can judge it on the degree anymore. Even the highest of degrees. I just wish more actual applic, I guess, career style jobs would be doing those types of things as well too. Cause besides voice acting or besides podcasting, besides acting, besides doing this, that's just talent that can be seen. But what do we talk about when it comes to get, being a therapist or being some type of thing? You need a psychological degree still. And I wonder when in society it's going to be a change. Cause I think I'd be fucking great at that shit. Yeah. I, or social I, work. Yeah. It's a thankless job though. This kid's house is shit. Get him out. This, get, get out of the house. God, I'm taking him home with me. The dad's a child. crackhead and the mom's dead. <laughs> You're my child now. No, dude, it is a thankless job. I worked at family court. It was pretty much social work because I had no gun and no ability to defend myself. It is a thankless job. Horrible. Horrible. I'm sure there's other places that's a little bit better, but it was because you're seeing families being ripped apart and kids getting caught in the middle of it. Yeah, but I was watching Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp. And a lot of people shit on Johnny Depp. I just watched a video where some lady handed him like a teddy bear that was like something... And he was like, oh, thank you. And it's like, really gracious. She's like, thank you. God, love you. God bless. And then as he was walking away, a security guard went to go grab the teddy bear from his hand. And he like, he patted his hand in a weird fucking way. Like hit him like with a chop and yeah. fucking hit him in the hand. And he was like, no, 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 no. Mike. And he's like, holding. I was like, yes. I was like, I would like to see. I don't know why. I guess because uh, I don't know. He's got a lot of. He gets a bad rap. Yeah. You see, he, he, his, uh, his ex, what the hell is her name? His ex-wife. She, she, she did him dirty. Him the, she, she did him dirty. She dragged him to the dirt. Jesus. Um. Here we go. We're deflecting again. We're going to a different conversation. Um, That's important. I like that. No, it is important. It is important. I do like that, dude. I do like that, dude. Um, fuck, where are we now? You're losing me. In the um, weeds, just like I was planning. Time <laughs> travel. Wait, Time I, you know, what I've been always curious about is what? what's one dream that you remember that just stuck with you? Like One dream. One dream that I remember. The dreams that I have are horrible. 
<laughs> yes, this is the a great that fucking I have, topic. Let's the do dreams it. That I have, the Give dreams that I have are horrible. It's always... Give me one. Your dick splits open and locusts fly out. No, uh, <laughs> not that. It's always... Uh, a lot of it is post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic. What? Yeah, a lot of it is that. Come on, tell uh, me one. So, Because well, they all kind of mesh together, and a lot of them were... A lot of them were in high school. But you dream in sequels? Of... Some of them were repeats. They just keep going. It's the same ones for a long time. There was one um, that I actually haven't had in a long time. Used to bother the shit out of me. It was actually not this desk, but it was an old, it was an older desk that I had. And it was actually that desk because it was in this dream. I'll explain. So pretty I much... just want to say we've been talking for 11 minutes. We're not talking for 11 minutes. This thing has been recording for a long time. Okay, it says an hour eleven on my. Thing. I was gonna say, like, it's not I eleven. I, I, I told you, I've I been staring see. at my fucking phone too long. My eyesight's gone to shit. Oh boy, I'm driving and just guessing at this point. I'm like, fucking. <laughs> Where am I going? Where's home? Um, to your so basically, dream. yeah, it's my dream. So this one recurring dream for a long time was, uh, for some reason, um, we're at this coliseum. We're at Nassau Coliseum. Um, that's where the Islanders used to play. Um, and we're all out standing outside of it. For some reason it's like a bunch of people. And then some of my family members are in the crowd and whatever. And, uh, thing is with a lot of these dreams, I don't know if you have them, but, um, when you see people that, you know, you can tell that it's them, but their faces are blurred. Yeah. You know, it's them, but their faces are blurred. I don't know why that is. Um, but I, I don't know, whatever, whatever reason. Um, and, uh, it was a weird time. Uh, I think it was like, I don't know what was going on, but basically there was some sort of war or something happening. And then all of a sudden, like this plane starts coming over. And uh, my aunt turns to me and she goes, Mark, they're bombing us. And I'm like, what? So we start running and all of a sudden there's a hill. There's like all the, there's no hill by Nassau Coliseum, but all of a sudden there's a hill and we're trying to run away from this bombing. And, I'm for some reason I'm I'm able to be ahead of everybody else. I'm turning back to see if my family's coming, and then I see this bomb come right down right in front of me, and and then all you just see is like I just see a flash of everyone's skeleton, and then they're just like eviscerated. Everyone's everyone's gone, and I'm like oh my god. So I keep running, and I get to this field, and I see my desk. I get underneath it, and bombs are going off on top of the desk, not blowing up. Somehow my desk is surviving. My desk is keeping me alive, and then I wake up. Happened. For like, I don't know how many weeks straight, I was always getting the same dream. Um, that's one. And some of these other ones, man, just in general, because some of them are just, they're different. It's a lot of like losing family members, being by myself, or I'm like, I have to like kill somebody. And it's like horrible. They're horrible things all the time. I know what um, it is, is because you're loyal to your family and friends. If you hold that high accountable on the temple of power, I was the pyramid power, a uh, power pyramid. Sorry. Um, you hold those at the top and you'll do anything that you possibly can, no matter how gritty to make sure that you protect them. And then in a sense, when you kill someone, it's probably usually after you lose people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times. And then I think a lot of it is also a uh, fear of being the last one um, dying by myself. I think that's a big fear of mine probably my greatest fear being alone like that i don't mind being alone in general like i don't need people to be around me like i don't see my friends all the time i don't you know that's fine but knowing that everyone else is gone like they're gone that's 
unimaginable. I, what, I couldn't. What do you think you would do if it was like an I am legend type thing where everyone was gone but you? And you were kind of just like you would probably have fun the first like week or so, right? And then like next thing no. you know, would just get you really I would have so much fucking fun. See, here's the thing is is like it's only not cool because you don't know what else is out there. But once you've explored more and then you've kind of wasted that time doing that, however long that takes to explore the places you want to be able to do. But it's kind of like the Dr. Manhattan thing. Once he knew that there was more than just Earth, there was no point in him being on there, even though it's everyone, it's like this is your fucking home. You gotta care about me. He's like, why? would I because he saw the bigger picture of things and I think I don't know that's why people join cults I guess well like you were saying that you obviously understand what's most important to me so if those things are gone I really don't give a shit about the bigger picture so even now with the bigger picture I you know what matters more like you said opportunities for everybody world peace whatever it is whatever people think is more important than the here and now what you have personally with yourself or with your own family, with your kin, with your group. I don't care about that shit. And it sounds selfish, but selfish. I focus I self I focus on what I can control. And I'm not going to focus on this other shit because at the end of the day when I die, does that matter to me? No. Personally no. There's people that they have that. They have that philanthropist thing about them they want to save and protect everybody, help everybody. That's fine. I think that's all well and good. I'm not against that. But to me personally, the people that matter, they come before myself and everybody else. So if I didn't have that, the scene in I Am Legend where he basically tries to go on a rampage and take as many out as he can after he loses his dog. Yeah, that would be me right away if I had nobody. I'd be just doing that right away. I'd be angry, letting it all out as much as I could and taking whatever kind of thing that took my family away out the best I can. And that's it. There's no reason for me to be around. What am I going to do? Because I live for them. Obviously, voiceover and everything like that. That's what that's my dream. That's something that keeps me going. It's another love in my life. But in some situation like that, I don't have that and I don't have them. Then I have nothing. To me, I have nothing. That's well, really it. People conflate like what they want to do with what yeah. keeps them actually moving forward in life. I mean, you can move forward career-wise, sure, it can be a passion that someone can have, but I always put family up in front of that. But also, yeah, sure. I'm not super close with because I prefer to be alone in a lot of aspects. Because I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's, it might seem weird, but it's just you. I feel like I learn more with myself, but I'm loyal as shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think that's a, a, a respective trait in a lot of aspects of things, because it doesn't really matter what conditions you put them through. You know that you can as long as you have a number that you can call and you know that they'll always show up no matter the time or day. And I think that's what I try and instill in myself. You know, it's it's a very just there's a lot of like you don't understand or you don't know who someone really is in a lot of aspects of things. And I think you get to a deeper value when you can sense about a person that you can always rely on them too. Like, I, you yeah. know, I don't need to like every single one of your posts. You don't need to like every single one of mine, but we're friends. You know, yeah. if I message you, you're going to respond back to me when you get done doing like your fucking late night shed shit, you know, message me at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, man, that sounds good. I'm like, I sent you that at fucking 7 a.m. Come on, man. It's me messaging everybody. That's how it is. It's late. But don't take it personal. It's, um, I don't know. It's, strange 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 world strange times strange strange life strange business prospects well i feel like we're on the same wavelength when it comes to what we were just talking about like you said i don't i don't mind being alone you do learn a lot being alone you learn about yourself 
at the end of the day, if you can look at yourself in the mirror and be happy with what you see, that's important. You have to come to terms with the fact that you are who you are and you can try to make yourself better. You can try to, you know, change things about yourself. But at the end of the day, you are who you are and um, you got to live with that. Um, I just don't understand the idea that who you are isn't isn't something that someone's going to appreciate. They, they say everyone, there's a person out there for everybody. Well, there's people out there for everybody. There is, I think everyone, if you place a child in front of anybody out there, they're going to care for that child if he's being threatened or if she's being threatened or if whoever's being threatened. This idea that there's so much divisiveness of trying to label and it's like tribe mind societies, which being in a tribe is good, dude. Being in a tribe when you're with your fucking group and you're like, fuck, if anybody fucks with us, we're going to fuck shit up, Put, turn around your snapback and you're all like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> oh, yeah, scars are cool. But it feels good. But does that necessarily mean that it should be a spot where you're supposed to be? I think in life you need to feel uncomfortable. I actually try and put myself in scenarios where I feel uncomfortable all the fucking time because that's where you'll experience the most growth, you know? a lot of people want to stay complacent in the things that they do and it's a good safe zone it's fun to be in that spot but i necessarily don't think you should spend all your time in it i think you should try and find things i mean if you're never going to go apply for a job because you're too afraid to like i didn't want to start a podcast um because i just didn't want to be on camera i didn't want to do any of that type of stuff but then i did it and i don't even remember what it was like to not want to do you know what i mean exactly and I think you can get hung up on a lot of small stuff that'll make you miss your shot, maybe miss the big stuff. Um, it's just weird. People's priorities, in a sense, I think a lot of people want to be like, I hope this person likes me. I hope this person likes me. Like, you got to like yourself before you can open up the door for other people to like you. And at the same time, like, I also think I'm becoming schizophrenic in a sense. Um, mostly because I like, I'll be talking to someone I'm like, why the fuck does no one else see this shit but me? Like, do we not see the inner workings with the corporate elites? I'm just saying. I'm bringing that back up. You're not the only one. Okay. No, why? Nobody wants to talk about it. I don't know. Nobody wants to talk about it because they're worried. It's fucking Disneyland is coming for everybody. I hope people understand that. What the fuck are we talking about with Disneyland? They have, they're sponsored by Pfizer. They have dealings <laughs> with fucking. It's nuts, dude. I'm losing my shit. I'm over here like tapping my fingers with OCD because I'm afraid that like Beetlejuice is going to come and get me or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, all that stuff is connected. It's weird. I, I've, I've talked about that with a lot of my buddies. I, at this point, it's like, it's been such a topic of, it's been a main topic of most of our conversations. It's just like, I don't know. You almost have to feel defeated. But would like, you want to know that it's all like that? Would you want to know you're on a scripted show? Would you want to do that? Would you want to, someone gave you the answers and told you that everything that's happening around you is set this way and it's always been set this way and you're not going to be the exceptional difference. Would you like that? Would you, if they gave you, if I offered you this, if I offered you a hundred million dollars or if I, a hundred million dollars right now, right here, or if I said, I'll, you can make $50 million using hard work. And you'll know you made that 50 million with hard work. What would you take? I would work for the 50 million. Why the fuck would you do that? You're down 50 fucking million. You think anybody cares that you worked hard to get that 50 fucking million? Nobody gives a shit. You might care, care, but nobody gives a shit that you did that. So now you're down 50 million. What you could use 100 million to double into 200 million. I heard that on a radio show where a guy was asking people and he goes, everyone would answer with the hard work thing. He goes, you're a fucking idiot. 
because why wouldn't you accept the double the money? What, because it's hard work? Nobody gives a shit about that. Even if yourself, you can turn that 100 into 200. Now you have, it's the same exact impact to saying I worked for the 50 million, but now you have more money and now you can give it to whatever the fuck you want to give it to. You can even reduce yourself down to 50 million doesn't matter. And I think there's like different mentalities and different perspectives. And I think that's the best part about how, why everyone thinks so differently on things. But when I get angry is when people start eliminating their ties with people that think a little bit differently. Like I follow so many different people on Twitter. I don't necessarily agree with all of them. I have people that say like Joe Biden is my president. I'm like, you're fucking nuts, but whatever he is technically, but it's their, it's their perspective. It's their want to live in. When I get angry is when they shut down another person's thought or another person's thing because when someone comments on your post that necessarily doesn't agree with you might be saying something a little bit different from you why do you read it like it's attacking you and people read it like it's attacking them and now i start to think that we start to say try not to deflect onto something i don't want to deflect on the fact that there is something set up in place to make you combative with the people around you it's more like like the civil war than anything right now Father against son, son against father, brother against brother, all over political shit. And I don't, I don't, I think it's good. We should know what's going on in our country, but I also don't think people are getting the proper information. I don't think I'm getting the right information at times either. I have to go through a bunch of different things and look at many different articles and many different things. I might get some things confused too, but like the idea, like you can label anything a conspiracy is like, is a conspiracy the fact that, you know, I'm not going to even talk about the pandemic or anything, but there's just been so much fuckery that's going on that people don't know what to believe in, which I think that causes an identity crisis, not only in yourself, but also in the things around you where you can't trust your family anymore. You can't trust anybody anymore. And it destroys the values that I think me and you really appreciate. And I think we know this and you can nod your head and accept it as much as I do. And that's because we hold those values ahead. And a lot of people hold themselves in front of their I mean, that's not their fault. Motivational speakers tell them that you are the most important. You are the one that's got to get your goals. And then it's kind of like, I mean, competition's important, but it's gone down a really shitty path, man. Like it's just, it's gotten to a point where cutthroat used to be the business. Now it's the whole business. Like, I mean, yeah. every fucking business out there, there used to be different variations of business, hard work and do this and do that. But now it's not, I don't give a fuck about that person. I'm going to do what I have to do. That means leave that person on the side of the street because you don't want them to get to their meeting. You got to get to that meeting, get that job proposal. I don't know a whole lot of people that would be like, no, that's not right. They might say it if the camera's on them, but deep down in their heart, do they feel that? Probably not. Because there are times I I see like someone in a fucking like say something stupid as shit or be so abrasive, say like all people are born racist. It's like, I just want to take their fucking head and shove it in a goddamn deep freezer. But I don't. I don't like I feel like a lot of those people that are so far one side don't really believe what the hell they're saying. I feel like it can't be real. Some of these people are just like so I I don't know. Whether it's one side or the other, I feel like at some point these guys are just saying it and they know that what they're saying sells. And uh whether it's good or bad publicity, and I think they know that and they're taking advantage of it. And I think at the end of the day, they're probably more neutral than people think. There's definitely people that are like that, but I feel like a lot of these people that are just, it's all the time. It's constant. They're always trying to get on air. I feel like it's just for the green. What's your biggest fear? Oh, I told you already. Dying alone. 
I, I, th- I thought it was the nightmare. Well, that's your biggest fear is dying alone? Uh, dying, dying alone, yeah. Dying What's alone. your biggest mental fear? Biggest mental fear? You got to have something in your brain, like a phobia. Doesn't even have to be like spiders or anything. Like that. My, my biggest fear, I thought, was that there's so much information out there, I'm never going to be able to understand it all. That's like just keeps me going to the bigger goal. But I think also my biggest fear is I wouldn't say being alone. I actually like being alone a lot. Um, more time, like you said, you, no, it's no, but I'm saying, but you're being alone and then being alone, like actually being alone, they're very yeah. different. Like you said, not having that ability to make that phone call when you need that person, whether it's they're calling you or you're calling them, that's. There's that hits you physically yeah. being alone and then not having anybody to turn to when you realize, yeah. I think it's like the, the thing about immortality that a lot of people, like I used to bring up about an argument to immortality is like people dying around you always have to constantly go on while you watch lose other people. That would be your hell, wouldn't it? Being immortal yeah. and all your, f- but you would have new people. You can make a new family. And you know, what's funny, you know, what character that happens to his whole life. Wolverine. Yeah. The inner mess. Did you see the new game that's coming out with him? I, I saw the trailer. Really cool. I'm curious to see what they're going to do for the voice. Curious to see. I wish they had at. like new superheroes. Like something with a fucking off power that just doesn't make any sense, but like he's the most powerful of them all. They do have uh, this is a lot of indie comics that come out that are pretty good. Um, one guy, uh, Jack Irons. He's like a steel cowboy. That's on Twitter. Also, I'll, I'll actually send you the thing. Um they they're also digital comics, but I bought the because I, I like the feel of like the real paper. comics. Um, so I'm waiting for the third one to be stick uh, a booger in page paper. seven and flip it over. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's that's it's like if you're looking for new new stuff, that's pretty cool. But I mean, you you read anything nowadays? A lot of like all of these original ideas, everything is like built off old stuff anyway. Um, so you get a little bit of somebody everywhere, but. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool indie stuff out there. Not like big mainstream things, but I know Marvel's trying to bring in the new, well, not the newer characters, but they're trying to bring in some characters that most people don't talk about. They're talking about like Moon Knight now. And um, what is it? They're bringing like they did the Eternals film, which I still. They're running out of shit to fucking do. I have no idea. I, I, don't, even, I don't even see the Eternals film. I'm not really sure, like, too familiar with a lot of those guys, but I know about Moon Knight, and I think that's pretty cool. They're making a show for that. Show should be rated R, but I don't think it's going to happen because it's Disney Plus. So. Guess we'll see, but yeah. I just want to see something different. Yeah. Is it like what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make something that pokes fun at the stereotypes or pokes fun at stuff, but also doesn't devalue what it is. I just think that the way that we've like appreciated a lot of things, like I'm not saying art is kind of dead. It's not dead. I just think it's taken a new form, but I think like there used to be like fucking people painting chapels and like these amazing, like the fucking when you walk into like a a church and they have the fucking stained glass art. Now someone can just sell a sculpture that's nothing there. And I'm like, I'm not mad at them making money that way, but I also think like society's gone to shit. I, I don't yeah. know. It's not a good feeling. Yeah, I mean, like 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 I was saying before, that beauty and value and all that stuff is relative. It's relative. So if somebody sees value in that, they see value in it. And if that person has a big platform, like like I said, like these NFT shit, like the board eight things, like these little JPEG things. For some reason, somebody sees value in it, and those things are selling for like a couple hundred thousand dollars sometimes. And uh, to me, it makes no sense. But somebody with a platform sees value, 
and they sell it. And then everybody else starts seeing it as like a new fad. They want it. And all of a sudden it's a, a new thing. If you could yeah. have one answer to anything, what would it be? One answer to anything. One Jesus. answer. One answer to anything. I want to know if the Illuminati's fucking real. It's got to be real. It's got to be real. It's got to be. It's got to be. Who do you think is leading the charge? It is a group effort. I That's think right. this is a whole. That's I think, think it's a group it's effort. Look at that. We're on the same wavelength. I think it's a group effort um, with a lot of these things. Can I get a to a point things. in society where I'm like, ha- I wouldn't even wear t- like, I'd like to be a lawyer, but I would like to be the lawyer that walks in in a t-shirt. And then just normal clothes. Not a Why do we have to do it in suits? Why does everything got to be a goddamn performance? It's so fucking nuts to me. They drag on these trials for like 11 or 14 days. And it's like, oh, there might be a mistrial. Got to start from the beginning. I'm like, don't you fucking dare, dude. I did 11 days of this bullshit. Every single day I woke up to watch this shit. And now you're going to be like, oh, it's a confliction of emotions. I don't give a fuck. Jail or no jail. Pick a point. The law is very complicated. The law is very complicated. I don't know. I would like to get to a point where I have, like, be able to walk into court and just wear my red. I'd be two court cases. I mean, come on. John Hopkins and State of Maryland. What's up, bro? That's two fucking, that's two and oh with the biggest fucking (laughs) (laughs) possible. I mean, I'm a fucking lucky man. I get slipped in some weird scenarios, dude. I'm telling you, my whole life has been odd off scenarios. And I fucking hate it and I love it. Because I think that developed my personality in a sense. Yeah. Everything that's happened to, to people in their life and become oh, a little piece of that becomes a part of you. Um, I'm trying to think of the answer to that thing. The one answer that I, I would I'm giving you filler. I'm talking a little bit and trying. I, I know. I can man, give you I an know. impression if you want to try an impression. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. That's a, that's a big question, man. It's a big question. Yeah. Aliens, maybe. Like I said, I don't give a shit about any of that. Why? I really, I, cause I don't. They made people, bro. Did you hear the astrophysicist, I, the one who's really respected, talk about? And um, I played it on an episode. He was talking about how, like, well, we've made clones. Why don't you just send a clone up into space and have them do all the testing for? It? I'm like, he acted like that was normal as shit. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I saw that. That's fucking a lot of people are hearing that for the first time that just fucking pulled their car off on the side of the road, walked out into the middle of the field and just stared out openly into a blank field and watched probably maybe two deers fuck. I don't know whatever happens in an open field, but they looked up at the sky like, what is my life? Like, it's that meme where you start contemplating your own existence. I would love it if we talk about frequencies, if you could think so fucking hard, you could create something with your fuck. I bet you. There's a capability in our brain for that. I bet you our brain is way more powerful than we think it is. I think that with our sleep, sleep paralysis, lucid dreaming, all these types of things, I think there's a way to construct that into an actual reality where you can have it transition into this one. Why, when I sleep 30 minutes, I have a dream that lasts like 10 years. I had a dream that makes me cry if I think about it. I've only said it once on this show, and I'll probably never say it again. Now that you bring it up, you got to say it. Nah, it was rough. Oh, you can't do that now. You Don't would, even talk. <laughs> you would fucking hate me. Why would I hate you? Because it's so horrible. Okay. Try me. Damn it. I should have so went keep, with the other one. I had another one. You keep digging yourself in a hole. You're like, you'd hate me if I tell you this. I'm not going to tell you. you I, had hate a, me. I had a dream. I was in a relationship. And we, were, we were having a kid. And it was like real time going. So like every day passed, like every day. 
then I think this, it was like a little baby and I, I'm not good with little kids. I get scared because I just don't know what's going to happen if they're that small. I'm like, fuck, I'll do something wrong. I'll squish the soft spot and their fucking head pops. And or they'll, every, every parent worries about that. Yeah. And every person pop worries. out of it. That's a big fear for me too, is an eye popping out of my fucking anything every, with my eyes big... is a, is a direct fear to me. Anything, anything at all, a blade going into it. I had a, a recent episode of, I was watching my buddy's horror film on, on air and I didn't know the scene was going to lead to the lady sticking scissors in her fucking eye. And I legit lost my shit on screen. Like I had a mini panic attack. Um, but I had this little baby and I, I was holding it. And I was like, I was so fucking happy, but then started crying. And I'm like, does it need to be changed? No. Does it need food? No. Maybe it's thirsty. Yeah. So I, I'm coming over to the sink and now I'm like floating above my body. So I see like a shoulder view kind of looking at this baby and I'm by the kitchen sink, turn it on, get a little bit of water and I go to put it in its, you know, feed, drink, give it to it, drink, give it a drink. Um, here's the horrible part. The water was black and the baby started screaming and I was like, oh shit. Like I'm not even paying attention. I'm like half dad brain. And I go put the water on this again. See it. It's now clear fill it up in the cup, and I start feeding them. I give them the water, chugs it like a whole cup down, like a fucking large cup, down fast. Now, I didn't know this, but now it makes sense. Um, <laughs> God damn it, I can't laugh at this part. Um, I was giving it the water, and then, so it's back is where, like, the palm of my hand is, so I could feel like it feels like there's a rock in the middle of my hand a little bit, and I'm guessing that would be his heart. And um, I just felt it explode. Oh, drank the fucking water too fast. And I was like, what? And everything. I mean, all emotions dropped. I felt it like my whole chest, everything just dropped. And I was like, oh, my God, that's why they do it slow. And I just lost my shit. Like, I just I I fucking I, I mean, when I woke up, I was like tearing up. This happened like months ago. So I was, it's I'm a little bit better with it now. But um. Then I remember the rest of that dream, anything that happened to me didn't fucking matter because I had, I lost an eye. Um, the person I was with after like a month or so just couldn't forgive me, ended up stabbing me in the eye, um, lost an eye. I mean, a bunch of shit happened. This, my life went to hell in a handbasket, but I could just never get my mind off that moment. And I went to bed at nine o'clock, had that dream, woke up at nine fucking 30. And it felt like I was in that dream for at least a week. And that's always how my sleeps have been. But it's fucking horrible if you get a bad dream, dude. If you get up, you're in that bitch forever. Then I just yeah. have ones where I fall asleep and wake up. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? There was no dream. I like I got scammed out of my fucking movie ticket. Yeah. That's scary. Are you afraid of being a parent? Yeah. Maybe I'm mostly it. afraid that my kid would be like ch- mentally challenged. I know that sounds horrible to say, but I just know that I don't think I'd be equipped to be able to handle that. Like I give any parent who's a parent of a kid who's emotionally um, or mentally challenged, I give them so much props and so much credit and they have all my respect for the eternity because I've watched videos where like they've been, the parents are just completely different. They're open to everyone. They love everyone. It's always like, I watched a dad who was telling his kid to draw a bunch of things. Who's like mentally challenged kid drew a bunch of awesome things. Um, and the dad was just had a shirt that says love everybody only love like that type of shit. And I'm like, I fucking, I get it. Cause it changes you once you start. Be, I think that's why it's important for like parents to be involved with their kids. And also at the same time, you can't just baby them 24 seven. 
Um, but there's important parts of having a family structure and it comes from that aspect of like, you got to hold and appreciate that also at the same time, you know, it's, I give them props cause I, that's a hard task. I don't think I'd be equipped to be able to handle. I read a book about this in high school. Um, that was from a brother's perspective of his brother who was mentally challenged and he just hated the fucking kid talked about how his dad was Debbie dad. And then the the start to see the dad's perspective later on in the book and the dad's like your mom just told me to go because she saw i couldn't do it like after weeks and weeks of just screaming and crying for no apparent reason not like a baby normally would just like someone that didn't understand what was going on and they knew at such a young age where it's like fuck dude like you start to see that perspective of like are you doing more of a hindrance than a help and that like it just is always stuck into my head i don't know yeah yeah i mean I feel the same way. That's a fucking uh, and, emotional thing I just said there. I don't fucking talk about that ever. And and it's good that you did. Fuck um, you, Mark. Fuck you. Fuck you too, Robbie. Uh, no, nah, man. I, it's being a parent is a thankless job as it is. Um, but when it comes to dealing with or ha- having a, a child that has, um, you know either they're mentally challenged or emotionally challenged, physically challenged. It's very hard. And like I said, you give them a lot of credit. Um, a family member of mine actually has a child who, um, his autism is, is pretty severe. He's still nonverbal. Um, best dad ever though. Best dad ever. He is the perfect, perfect dad for that child. Anybody um, like that should just get a hall pass for life on anything they fucking want. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you can tell right away because when you, when you see his son, look at him, it's just like his whole face lights up. Like he loves his mother, obviously, but he's such a good dad. That's like, he sees daddy and, and it's just like, it, you can't help but smile. And the kid is a great kid. Obviously he's, he's nonverbal. He has his challenges. But you take a house full of kids, Christmas Eve, you know, New Year's, whatever it is. You got all these kids running around. He's just chilling, just chilling, hanging out with everybody. Doesn't you don't really get to have a conversation with him, but that's okay. You can try. He 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 kind of gets some a few things out there, but you can just sit with him and play with him. You won't hear a peep from him. You won't. And it's there's a lot of difficult things that I know he has to deal with every day on a daily basis. Um. But you got to have that patience. You have to have patience just to be a parent in general. And it's a scary thing. I mean, we're both young. So I want to have kids. I'm sure, like you said, you want to have kids. So when it comes down to that, you're never really going to be ready until the time comes where you have to have the kid in your arms and you just you just figure it out. But you're not going to be alone. You're obviously going to have family members. You're going to have your wife. Um, you're going to have uh, friends that are going to be able to help you and we live in a day and age where you can look up anything and try to figure it out also too. So something like that in that dream, obviously it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen to you. You don't fucking know that. I know it's not going to happen. I know I'm not going to let him drink water for a long time. Baby has the bottle. Okay. And the baby's not going to, the baby is not going to, the baby is not going to chug a full glass of water down it. Like I can have that kid that's doing a TikTok that can just a giant bottle, bottle of water. Yeah, I'm not talking about not the gonna... grapefruit video where the lady's sucking on a grapefruit like a rocket ship. No, no, you're not we gonna. Need, we need more of that in society. <coughs> we need more like old school. Like I miss the old school commercials, dude. They, you know, they used to, they used to 
sell you fat burners. Now you don't hear a fucking thing about any diet trends on fucking line. Because you can't. You can't. It's very, your very liposuction commercials. Though. It's weird, though, because even if a doctor was going to say you need to get into shape, that's sketchy territory because they don't want to lose their career over saying something like that. You notice how during this pandemic, nobody has said a goddamn thing about getting fucking healthy or doing anything, working out, changing up your diet. They didn't even promote vitamin D because vitamin D is generic. Anybody could make fucking vitamin D. Any supplement store, just, it would go off the charts. They kept it one way, and they're, no politician's going to say, you need to lose fucking weight because they want to run again, right? People don't yeah. like to be told that they need to lose weight. That's a horrible thing to say to somebody because yeah. society back in the day used to tell people, you don't say this, don't call someone that, don't call this or that because it was, it was for a good point because it was getting taken the wrong way. But what about if it's just saying, hey, like my kid needs to get healthy? Because I'm afraid he, he might get, you know, you might not be able to handle COVID if he got it. Now you could be fat shaming your kid. It's like, what? No, I'm just making sure that I, my son fucking survives. Yeah. Or has the best chance. It's, it's a weird world we live in. It really is. Um, like you're saying early in the conversation that the world four years ago to now, it's like. It's unrecognizable, it's dude. It's, it's. If, if somebody told me that this was going to happen, I'd be like, you're joking. Like, it's not going to be like this. Like, maybe, maybe it'll get something close for like, you know, when it comes to political correctness and all that stuff. I understand. But to, to this? No. It used, I, to be I, support I your, it. it used to be support your veterans. Now it's fuck you, punch a veteran. That's literally what it is now. There used to be like every veteran video you see has this limited or I guess uh, overloaded the market with homeless people. Or these types of things where you see him going crazy on a bus yelling at someone. There used to be a person in my town named Boardwalk Elvis. He was very, very popular for like doing like like walking on the boardwalk as Elvis. Like in the 70s. It was for a very long fucking time. Actually, I'm going to look this up because I think Elvis was – was he during the 70s? Yeah. I think so. Elvis is a fucking a hero in my eyes. Not Boardwalk oh, yeah. Elvis. Um actual Elvis. The actual Elvis, yes. He was the first person to go through fame. He went through every fucking pothole that no one wants to look at his template and be like, don't do what he fucking did. He stepped in every fucking mousetrap that was out there. Yeah, no shit. But there was a guy named Boardwalk Elvis around the time Elvis was a um, icon. He was a kind of an impersonator. Then he kept that throughout. Everyone knew him. Boardwalk Elvis is Boardwalk Elvis. Now, towards later in his life, he became a little bit crazy. And I remember I was in a store. I used to like be like you know give him some money as a kid or something you're like he's an awesome dude he always rides his bike all the time everybody knew him then i was in a store one time when i was older like a couple of years i guess before the podcast i'm sitting there buying stuff and he goes it's you fucking kids that are ruining this world and i'm like what like you know and it kind of became crazy but that's every fucking veteran video out there is that that type of shit happening and yeah. I think now people think of it differently. Like I had a person come into my gym and go, um, you still open on a uh, veterans day. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking veterans day. And he looked at me weird. And I was like, oh yeah, you think of it differently than how everyone thinks of it now. And I think it's because now every time you see it's just homeless people. I watched a, a good homeless person video, which was that a homeless person, um, a guy walked up to a homeless person who was a veteran. And he said, I, I my car broke down. I don't have money for gas. Could I get, um, some gas money from you. And the guy goes into his tent, comes back out and gives him the only cash that he had. It was $4. And the guy goes, no, I don't need your money. Here's $200 and gives the guy this, but this is the guy I'm talking about in my town. Boardwalk Elvis. This man. Oh shit. Norman Webb. 
Yep, here's my town. That's cool. Here is my town. Horrible murder. It's horrible what happened. He was murdered? Yeah. Oh. Shot by Kenny Rogers. <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> that was terrible. I had to go for it. Um, but I mean, not, not the richest person, not a celebrity, but a celebrity to the place that you live in. I mean, the best thing that you can possibly do is, I guess, create good or you possibly can. But I don't want to, like I said, the whole living forever aspect of things. It's like you don't want to live forever to watch the people around you die. But you also don't want to live forever to live to a point where you get to see your own sanity or not see your own sanity. You know what I mean? People lose themselves a lot of times whether it's fame whether it's money whether it's just time in general and i think the best thing that you can possibly do is to preserve yourself is just to make sure you just don't ever limit yourself on certain things because i believe that narrows down your thoughts and your and that's why i get so like say i'm like schizophrenic it's because everything out there can turn someone into a schizo i mean if you describe fucking a tennis player that is now fucking missing all because she made a comment about sleeping with one of these high Chinese government people. Now nobody can fucking find her. She retracted her tweet and has just been ghost gone for like a week and a half now. That's a real fucking world we live in. People go like, oh, well, that's over there. I'm like, it can fucking happen here. It Don't think happen, it yeah. can't. Yeah, people go missing all the fucking time. Two shots to the back of the head. William Colby, a 79-year-old or 78-year-old man that was found um, floating on an island after he went canoeing in the middle of the night. His do- He worked for the CIA for like 15, 16-something years. Um, all of his – someone come up to his house to look for him. His dinner was on the table. He was the guy that exposed all the CIA, like, sexual scandals that were going on involved with it, like Epstein-style stuff. And then next, you know, oh, he went canoeing in the middle of the fucking night. What 70 something year old man's going canoeing in the middle of the goddamn night? Does that make any fucking sense? People go, people, people like to adventure. Right, get the fuck out of here. Take your bag of cliff bars and shut the fuck up. There's an excuse for everything. Yeah. But no, I mean, uh, it's not like that. Like something like that obviously happens as a paper trail. It's weird. But then you get the stuff where it's just kids and they just go missing and nobody cares. I'm like, that's that's what bothers me the most. What do you think? They, what do you think happens with them? Child trafficking, sex trafficking. It's a big problem in this country. Nobody I wants watched, to talk about it. I just watched a TikTok um, where uh, a woman was filming with her friend. They were dancing in front of the thing. And this guy walked by like six or seven times. And then they were like, um, can we help you? Because you've walked by like six or seven times. And then a lady comes up to them and goes, goes through her hair. Like the other girl's hair grabs her hair and just goes, huh, you have very nice hair. And it's like, oh shit, that's how a trafficking thing starts. They yes. start with yeah common tactic yeah, that's that shit's scary we see a lot of commercials of that now that's fucking happening everywhere shit shit is scares the shit out of me and it's a big problem that's the thing i was talking about where i feel like it's a an everybody kind of thing it's that when it comes to uh who knows what everybody that's what i feel i feel personally that's that's my thing when people are like you're a conspiracy theorist i'm like nope it's just nobody wants to say anything about it, but everyone kind of knows about it kind of thing. But nobody wants to throw anybody under the bus because as soon as that happens, that's why they only talk about goes. Epstein for like three days. Yeah. And that's if why I wants... guarantee you the Giz Lane trial won't have a whole lot of fucking news reporting on that one. As soon as one guy goes, if he spills the beans, he can take down everybody because everybody's 
involved. Most people are involved. I'm not saying every single person is involved. It's not always true. Not everyone's a piece of shit. But there's definitely a good amount of people that we know about that we think are, you know, the, the big politicians, big celebrities, big whatever, that are involved, been involved in some way or another. Things don't change. Things don't change. Like it was normal for, uh, you know, um, philosophers like, you know, Aristotle, Socrates to have like young um sexual intercourse with the you know, with young kids and they, they were like they were considered like their apprentices and whatever and that was like a cool thing for like the parents they were like oh you know this is amazing you're learning from them you're learning from them. and that was normal that was a normal thing now it's not so normal does it still happen i think so for sure do you think that like the bible for instance like i don't want to dive too deep in because i was watching that middle ground with the satanists and the religious things and it's like yeah why would someone that created some type of thing and then had rules to go by it seems like a power thing but something that i did kind of look into myself was like why would he say that he hates this certain type of thing depending on what your sexual orientation is that just sounds like a man created thing that doesn't sound like an ethereal being type thing because I don't think an ethereal being that's thinking on like a Dr. Manhattan level is really thinking about those basic things. I think it's thinking on a more deeper core of an essence of somebody's soul. And reality was written by people. Yeah. So the person that was just added gonna, in there. Yeah. yeah. People, people are going to have that their own opinions and everything. Um, it, it's a, it's like a contradictory thing. Like you read that he's like an, all all powerful all loves everything and it's like except for these people it's like mm, that doesn't really make sense i i completely understand what you're saying but um, even if you create something don't you just end up like fucking off for the rest of the, their their whole entire lifetime apparently according to this you do you're just like yep that's you good luck that's what i would do i would just go into a bunch of different planets and create a bunch of shit and then just like observe but i wouldn't ever interfere see what happens this is fun We're when you year... have that much power do you really think that they're fucking oh make sure you get the fucking winning number winning numbers on the powerball no it doesn't fucking happen like that that dude's on fucking mars making obelisks and shit <laughs> oh man i still haven't answered the question i know i've given they... you enough fucking time too you have i know but we keep talking about other things and my mind starts following you um Who's the next celebrity to go into outer space? Is it Owen Wilson? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I guess it would, because of, of dying alone, I, you, the normal question, the normal thing I would want to know the answer to would be like, you know, when I go or when everyone else goes. But I don't think I want to know that. I want to know if Suge Knight injected Easy e with AIDS. <laughs> All right. That was a couple of years ago when he ran over those people. Sugar Knight? It was. It was. Yeah. When uh Straight Out of Compton came out. That was like a two years after my I think I graduated high school. So that would have been 2018, 2017. Shit. It's been that it long seems already? like it's a lot longer than that yeah. for me. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we lost a whole year anyway. I feel like that year kind of just went by. Well, you get a um, mulligan, you get another one. No. No. The golf reference. Uh, oh yeah, Ben Shapiro. I could do Ben Shapiro. You know who Ben Shapiro sounds like. I know right? who Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. I got. I might have to listen to him again. All right, go ahead. Listen. Let me. Let me think of this. Dude, this up. is a big question, man. I. I don't know the answer to this question. I don't know what I would choose. Look up Ben Shapiro. Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. Absolutely. Absolutely fine. 
Biden administration well, flubbed everything. Like, well, 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 here's the thing. Like, I, I can't even do his voice, but he's always like, well, here's the thing. Um, the Democrats, they don't. They, <laughs> yeah. What would I want to know? Biden's like, um, let's see. He, he goes, hey, man, this is scoop the top, man. Scoop the top. <laughs> the fuck? That's what he says when he, he had it. An, nobody talks about the fact that Biden had two brain aneurysms. He had major brain surgery. Nobody talks about that shit. I mean, come on. The guy's not all there. He's really not all there. He's giving the presidency to Kamala Harris for a brief amount of time while he goes undergoes anesthesia in his colonoscopy. And um, I feel like in that time that Kamala's Harris, there's going to be a bunch of shit that just <laughs> goes. We started 10 wars while you were gone, Mr. President. Oh, man, just scoop, scoop the top, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, I, you Absolutely. Know what? I'm going to pick something random. I want to know what happened to Robin, Robin Williams. He had Louis like, body what? syndrome. I know. I know. But I want to like know the answer to like the dying days. Like what, what happened with him? Probably content. If I had to think, cause he's probably one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, him that's... and Norm MacDonald were like my two favorites. Um, I just, I, I feel like when you get to those days, I think you start understanding like, does it, does what I I don't think I think your accomplishments and everything that you have achieved you just don't understand it because you did it already. It's kind of like you you might see like a thousand episodes seems as an accomplishment. I don't think it's an accomplishment because I've done it now. Like I'm getting there at least, and it just seems like it's just another one. You know what I mean? Like I thought about it. Like would a thousand be? Would it just go back to one again? Would it be a thousand and one? But would it be that whole restart? What's the next goal? Two thousand. And I think it's just different because you've achieved it or you're in that moment. It's kind of like being in your peak and not realizing you're in your peak. And I feel like with Robin Williams, all his accomplishments and stuff too, um, I just think he had a lot of demons inside of his head that necessarily didn't help him understand or be able to enjoy the things that he created where every day was kind of like an aspect of like, but I'm miserable. I'm just fucking miserable. I can't get over the fact that I'm miserable you can't see the good stuff. You can't see the admiration and love and all the things that you've done to help create people because you still can't get out of your own head of like, nobody knows how I really feel though. Every day, the thoughts that I have when I'm alone, the thoughts that come into me in the middle of the night that no one's there to help stop, even though he had a kid too. You know, I just think there's a lot of pain that goes into that. I mean, I used to think of killing yourself as like a horrible thing. Like you gotta be like fucking people think of it as being a coward. Then my cousin put it into a perspective. He goes, are they a coward or the bravest people you've ever seen? Because you get to a point where you just can't handle it anymore. And you do something like that. And then I had a couple of friends do it. And it's just like, you know, you start thinking of it a little bit differently. I think you start, I think we like to put things in holes and we like to ban certain things, but you know, killing yourself, what you go to hell, I guess that scares a lot of people from doing it. Or is that just something, a narrative that they create? I think it calls you, I like thinking deeper about this shit. Because I feel like a lot of the things that we go by and you learn something new, it's kind of like um, I say somebody pointed out to me, they go, you don't say frustrating, right? I'm like, what do I say? They go, you, every time you say frustrating, you say frustrating. Like there's no R. And I'm like, I don't know. I just cut the word, make it quicker. You still know what I mean, right? And like, yeah. it's if you're never told, though, and I feel like a lot of people are told or a certain narrative spun, someone would have never told you and you would have never found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. You'd still believe Santa Claus is real. Like it's kind of that narrative. And I think that's a lot of topics littered throughout can easily be kind of 
brought to that thinking where it makes it easy. Anything in the world, anybody's perspective can easily be understood if it's spun fucking correctly. And I feel like a lot of times people get a really bad sales pitch and some people get a really good sales pitch on the shittiest of things. And I feel like when, who did you vote for? Well, I picked the lesser of two evils. Why is it just two evils? You know, you have like a whole fucking list, right? Yeah, but it's always this side or that side. Does, does that not ring alarms in your fucking head of like, maybe that's an issue in our system that we need to fix. You know, we get to these places where I like, I think you can easily understand anything, but I think it's the way that your brain is receiving the information that is not properly done. And I think that's a constitute of everything that you've grown up thinking or every mindset or every information you've ever come across. I could watch a litter of cop um, killings and then I would be like, fuck, I get the police. Yeah, fucking be aggressive, be this. But what happens if I saw it from the other perspective? A bunch of people, a cops killing people. I would have a whole completely different mindset view. You know, I yeah. think um, it's weird because if I talked about this before, there's a class called, I think it's like mental balancing or something like that. It's, and um, it's like a meditation. They're actually using it now with people with PTSD. It's called health and wellness. The class is called health and wellness. Um, the class used to be called peace and love, but nobody would sign up for a class called peace and love. And you would think in a world where everyone, if you ask them, what's one thing, I just want peace and love. Nobody signed up for a class like that though. Cause it either sounds like bullshit or it sounds like some type of thing that they're not interested in, even though they say that they're interested in, it's just the words that we use and the words lockdown, quarantine, same thing, but one sounds harsh. One makes you a good person. It's just the words that make people think the way that, you know, it's a sales pitch. It's all it fucking is. And I think it helps you understand things better. Yeah. I mean, even in just normal conversation, it's all about the delivery of how you say things. Conversation, interview. Yeah, exactly. Is this an interview? I don't fucking think so. No, it's not. It's not. But if you tell somebody they're, they don't have to prep for a conversation. They have to prep for an interview. They have to practice for an interview. You know what I'm saying? So it's, and it adds that extra pressure. It adds like you're always in your head about it. And it's, uh, it's not fun. Nobody enjoys an interview. And you can pretend to be confident, but at the end of Some the day, people you're... Do. Some people really do. Some people sick. love to okay. talk about themselves all the fucking time. I am not one of those people. Yeah, you're a good person. I mean, you're, <laughs> Listen, if, you're normal. If, pe- if people want to talk about themselves, it's that, that's teach their own. That's fine. Not everybody that talks themselves. Yes, so let's talk about me. I fucking love it. It feeds my <laughs> ego. Yeah. It, um, yeah, I just think it's weird. It's weird. That and selfies. I always think it's weird. So yeah, I've never really taken selfies. I think that's weird. Like and then and posting it on social media, like at the beach or you know just finished the workout or whatever. It's like nobody gives a shit. I don't. It's like the fact is like it's not even that nobody gives a shit. You could give a shit if you give a shit and you like doing it for yourself. That's fine, whatever. But I don't even give a shit about myself. Like if I post a picture of me at the gym and I was like, oh, just finished the workout and I'm looking at this, I'm like, do I give a shit that I just finished? I've done it every day for ten fucking years. I don't do that. I'll post up a picture of like uh, results and I'll say something stupid of like quit my job doing this full time as like a joke. But I see people that have like just started going back to the gym day one, and then it's like for the first week, it's an I'm at the gym again day two, getting it in. I'm like, fuck you. Like and then here comes day ten and there's no day eleven. It stopped. They're done. Stop. January is over, but next January is coming and they'll try again. Hey, new, new year, new me. 
Yeah, I yeah, fucking gonna... hate that. I hope someone I fucked it. When people say my New Year's resolution, my New Year's resolution this year was to cut coffee. It's not fucking happening. I was trying to stop drinking uh, caffeine drinks because um, I was at work and I got a call from my doctor and she goes, um, my intestinal gastroenterologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my supervisor is, is a buddy of mine. I, I've worked there longer, but I don't like anything that has high positional power it's just more responsibilities and i'm like i don't fucking like that shit um it's just gray hairs more um and i, I was on the phone and she's like how many energy drinks do you, energy drinks do you think you drink a day i said probably like two or three energy drinks and my buddy heard me and he goes two or three try six or eight and he screams it and she goes did that guy say six or eight I'm like, you heard that? She goes, Robbie, are you being honest with me? Is it six or eight energy drinks? I'm like, yeah, it's about six or eight energy drinks. He goes, on a slow day. That's nuts. I'll be doing six tomorrow, probably. It's mo- Well, tomorrow will be Monday, and that's four hours of cardio. Dude, do you not get enough sleep at all? I, don't I know really your sleep, sleep schedule is weird. My but... sleep's gotten better, though. Have you noticed throughout the episodes my bags have gone away? Yes, I've noticed. Okay. I noticed now. I look like a goddamn Make-A-Wish kid in the beginning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, what's your sleep schedule like now? I try and get to bed around like 6 p.m. And I wake up around 7.30 and then I can't fucking fall back to sleep. So I just watch, do something on my phone. 7.30 a.m. or 7.30 p.m.? P.m. I have to start getting out of bed. Like last night, I fell asleep at like 3 p.m. and woke up at like 4. Then I ate. Then I watched Darvitoed on my phone for (laughs) seven hours. And I woke up at 1 my gym didn't open at six on the weekends. So I said, okay, I'm just going to sit here and, you know, mess around, make beats on my phone. Next thing I know it was 3 a.m. Then I got an idea. I was like, got my candle, lit my candle. And then I had the candle in front of me and it was in a dark room and I had the candle slowly go up. To I can't say this because it's going to be in the film. So I can't. I have to do it after. Keep it in your mind. Do it. We have to do I'm it after. Forget. I'm gonna forget. Don't forget. I'll just I'm right at that. But I always get ideas for shit, and then I gotta start doing stuff. My brain just doesn't shut off, and I, I think it can be a hindrance to you, but I also think it can be a helpful capability. But also, I have like one day out of like a week or so that I'll just shut down. Like what usually when I do like four or five hours of cardio, I'll kill like two movies on the elliptical. I'll go home, eat something. Then I'll like lay on my bed. I will just pass the fuck out. Usually when I was doing two workouts um, before I did the podcast and stuff, I was doing two workouts a day, like two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. I would crash, dude. Like I had a, I I think I talked about this before. I had a, when I first year out of high school or second years, or no, first year out of high school, I think towards the end, um, I just didn't have a job during winter. So I was just scrounging the house for quarters and shit just to be able to get a dollar drink. And all I was doing was I was driving to the gym, going home, playing games, driving to the gym, going home, playing games. But I would go to the gym at one o'clock in the morning and then I would come back around three, eat, sleep, wake up hey, and go to the gym again. Go to the gym, come back, eat, play games, sleep, wake up, gym, that, and it was just that over and over and over and over and over again for like a, a month or two. And then started doing two a days between working and stuff like that. Cause I know you told me you're a bit, bit of an insomniac, obviously, but, um, 
how how many hours would you say? Maybe I, I, in a in a twenty four hour period, how many hours? Obviously, it doesn't have to be consistent, but better now, I think four. Four, okay, that's much better than what it was. But they're not all at the same time. Yeah, I I know that, but at least you're getting some sort of it's, it's restful sleep. At least you're telling me you're dreaming, right? Yeah, because so, I talked to a sleep scientist about it. She's like, I think you hit your REM cycle like unnaturally fast, which is a rare case with some people. Like ADHD is like 7.2% of the population. I didn't know that. Like I'm a fucking rarity. Yeah. We got our own day, ADHD day. You do? I don't know that. ADHD awareness day is like in November 7th. That's what passed. Yeah. I had my day of glory. It's not like my birthday month. I fucking hate it when people say that shit. I fucking gets me. I know so many people that do that. I'm like, oh God, you piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding. They're probably valid in their points, but I don't know. Oh, man. Well, well, I guess I answered the question. I said Robin, but that would really be it. I don't really, I really, that's like such a big question. I know it sounds like a, such a small, specific answer, but I really don't like the day. I think there's died. just so much. I don't, I don't want to know that shit. There's so much shit that I really don't want to know. Like, I want to know about all this other conspiracy shit, obviously. So I guess it would be that. But like what you were saying for, um, like if I want to know this is all set up or do I want to just live life like like the Matrix kind of like, you know, like, do you want to just live your life like everything's normal? Or do you want to see the real world and all that stuff? Like, do you really want to see all that? It's a difficult question to answer, but I feel like somebody that that already kind of knows that shit's not true. And this is like fake. And some of this shit is there's something going on. I feel like those people definitely want to know the people that have no idea. I don't think they're ready to know. You know what I mean? Um, so there's, there's people that just don't think about any of the stuff that we we talked about. Like I said, nobody wants to talk about the child sex trafficking thing. Nobody really wants to talk about that. It's a taboo subject. Exactly. That's but what I, I think is I, like I totally a, want to know. That's so. a manipulation thing in itself. If you make something taboo that where people don't want to talk about it, then it never gets fixed, right? Yeah, for sure. At that point, it, it just it stays as this one. That's an untouchable conversation. And you're going to be an other if you want to talk about it. You're going to be weird. You're going to be labeled as a, like I said, a conspiracy theorist. Do you ever dive into the conspiracy realm? Yeah, for sure. Or I try not to. I try not to go too far. It's main. It's main of the stuff that I already mentioned. I try not to get too far into like aliens and, and all of the stuff. I feel like I'll be. I'll get lost in it. But is it conspiracy? Time. The aliens thing. I think it's a government like push for funding, and I've you, talked you, to a lot of people about it. It was such a strange thing that they came out like, oh, yeah, aliens are real. It's like, oh, okay. You want some money? That's what it is. This, 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 it's like, let's, let's find out about these aliens. But it's like, yeah, that was a, it was a weird time that it's like that they just released it. I was always wondering why that happened when it did. You know what I mean? Because it was just like peak COVID, all this shit is going on. It's like, oh, by the way, aliens are real. Oh, and nobody seemed to really react. I just think it's hard to get anybody motivated to give a fuck about really anything anymore. Yeah, I know. Unless it's like destroying other people's property and shit. Apparently. Apparently that's all the that shit that matters. But I don't know, man. There's there's too much there's so much shit that we're never gonna really know the truth about. JFK, dude. They said they're not gonna release the last bits of those documents. And then now they're holding the capital shit too. Yeah, I heard. There's just so much fuckery. But there's always a reason why for all those things that we're just never gonna know. And even now, with like we live in an age of, you know, 
information that we can get right away. But like you were saying before, there's so much of it that you don't know what's real and what's not, what's just true and fabricated. You have no idea. So you could be told this information, you think it's true, but there's going to be other information out there that's saying that it's fake. So at the end of the day, you still are back to square one. You might as well not have any of it. You don't, you still have no idea. You know what I mean? Is it better now that we have access to all this shit and still have no idea how to form our own opinion? Or is it better to not have any access to this shit and we're just like sitting there blind? Like, what's what's better? You know? Well, ignorance is bliss, and then but knowledge is power. Yeah. It's kind of like a double-edged sword right there. But at the same time, people can use that knowledge and they can fabricate it. And then at the same time, you think you have all this power talking about all this shit that's just fucking nonsense at the end of the day. It's not even real. Well, is it, hard, is it hard to offer power to someone or knowledge to someone? Maybe if they come off with the starting gate of, I'm going to use it to help people. And then once they find a way to be able to make their lives easier, they just lose it in selfishness. There's very few times throughout history that anybody has given up power. And one of those persons was like in Rome way back in the day, Lucretius. Lu- 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 Cinquintus or something like that some type of uh, guy that was like he retired he helped these people win back their city and shit he retired let them take control and he was on a fucking farm and they came at him like a couple months later and they were like we need your help the city's been taken over again he reclaimed his power after they were going to give him the ability to be king and he turned he said no to it helped them take back over the thing win the war then he went back to his fucking farm to die that's very few times if someone if I offered you the keys to the world you're going to fucking take them. I'm going to fucking take them. But necessarily, do you understand what you're buying into? Do you understand the whole rattling of that deal? There are people out there that don't really have the obsession with the spotlight. And I feel like those are the people that end up getting the spotlight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's You kind of get it without wanting it. And it's weird because then that goes against Jim Carrey's idea of willing something into the universe. And that guy's became fucking woke as hell. That oh, not, yeah. not like woke in the term of woke, but like woke as in like, he's like, none of this fucking matters. And I'm like, that's a dude that just saw some shit by taking a psychedelic trip. Fucking Ron White quit drinking. I don't know that. Yeah. Tater salad. Quit drinking. He had an Jeez. ayahuasca trip and it fucking changed his life. <laughs> he went to a rehab facility that was like, he said three grand a night. And three grand a night? Yeah. Nah, he spent 20 grand or something. Oh my God. Um, in like a week. And um, they gave like these, he talked about his ayahuasca trip. Like they would have these people in like white clothing. They make you wear white clothing. So if you go out to like run off, it's just a rehab center. That's all it really is. It's not even a rehab. It's like a retreat. And um, he said like, it was a nice place. Like they give you some ayahuasca, you sit out on a hammock. And then they're like, when you, you know, when you come back in, when you're ready. And he goes, how will I know I'll be ready? They goes, you'll know. Came back fucking in when he was ready. And then he goes, you either get the shits or you throw up. He goes, a lot of people, you were lucky if you got to throw up. He goes, I got shits. And he starts like talking about his whole trip, but he ta- starts talking about like people just have these changing experiences when you have these trips. He goes, they actually tell you to steer away from the happy sunshine and rainbows and go in. Like if, if there's a scenario, Mark, where you see the apocalyptic wasteland where you're all by yourself, or you see the happy thing where you're eating dinner with your family, they tell you steer into the bad because now you're confronting the bad. And now you get to experience that the horribleness in it you go back into it again you keep doing it until eventually that bad is gone and there's only the good that makes sense facing your fear i don't know that's a sensitive thing though because like you don't know if someone could just have a really bad acid trip and then like never come back 
I know plenty of people with those stories that have like a terrible psychedelic experience and just fucking lose their shit. So I'm glad I don't fuck around with any of that stuff. I mean, it's, it's a deal though. Like, are you willing to accept the fact that there's a likely chance that you might lose your sanity or there's a fact that you might discover your sanity that you never really had it in the first place. That's kind of how it's got to be sales pitch for someone to be intrigued to want to try it. Like I sales pitch thing. That's a good sales pitch, but mostly people go like, you're either going to see a fucking sheep or you're not going to see a sheep and you're going to go into a panic where you kill your mother. I don't know. But that's a terrible sales pitch. But that's a lot of people that experience these types of things. And I don't know if it's famine thinking. You know what I mean? Like there's a large push in the education system right now that people don't want their kids that they 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 don't want their kids to be at the same level of education as other people's kids and a fear that they want their kids to have a better chance to succeed in life. It's famine thinking. None of those kids are going to probably compete in the same exact job forces. None of those things. It's, it's like the same shit that happened with like the, the pay gap, the gender pay gap. You saw that, how they had to retract that statement on the guardian, even Obama had to retract his statement. They said that women make 75 and people still believe this. Women make 75 to the dollar. He goes, they didn't. First of all, the the polls that were taken with that, they were checking men with engineering degrees and women with teaching degrees because women are more likely going to be teachers than men and men are more likely going to be engineers than women at the time that this poll was taken. That might be different now. I don't know. But teachers get paid shit. That's the, they were doing those comparisons, a woman teacher's pay versus a men engineer. And then they put out this study and it's like, this study is fucking horrible to begin. It's like the conceptual penis project. You remember that study? Conceptual. Oh my God, please. Let's talk about this. I'll pull it up. I feel like we've talked about it before. It sounds familiar. I think I might've talked about it a little bit. A while ago. A little bit after you were on though. Cause I, I remember bringing it up around like nine, 10, but I don't think you've been on since like eight something. We've talked about it, I think, before. It sounds so familiar. I want to look it up to make sure I get it right. But this guy did a and we talked about one of the studies that this guy created. So one of the studies this guy created, I think me and you talked about about dogs humping in a park. And all they had to do was talk about genders, about these dogs and these types yeah, of things. Yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. the school would pass the study. So they were saying that this invalid study of that uh you, this woman went to a park seven hours a day for two years straight or something like that and watch the ratio of dogs humping dogs to see if it was male dogs humping male dogs more or males humping females more. Um, eventually found out the study said that all dogs are inherently gay, um, which it just doesn't make a lot of sense. The numbers don't add up. It's kind of like there's a guy that puts up a thing. Jeff Bezos is worth 200 billion or no is worth. What do you say? He said, Jeff Bezos is worth $200 billion. There's 7 billion people on earth. All he has to do is give each person a billion dollars and he'll still have 193 left. And everyone's like, that math does not fucking add up right. That math is completely wrong. <laughs> but um, so this this study, they just saw certain key different words and decided, oh, and this is what I tell people about peer review. If you fucking tell me what it's a peer review article, make sure you're getting the right fucking peers. Because this was uh, created by a... um a guy who was trying to expose the issues in school systems all because they don't want to lose funding. If they see certain keywords that might be a, a flare in society, like anything to do with gender or sexuality, they just fucking pass it in fear that they might get attacked or have some type of riot on their campus. Um, so the conceptual penis as a social construct, the article, the conceptual penis as a social construct published in the cohesion social sciences. It, so it was published in a magazine publishes an actual academic thing i think as well too may 19th 2017 has re- been revealed by its author as a hoax he created it as a hoax so the abstract is an, an 
I don't know how do you say that anatomical anatomical An- yeah. anatomical penises may exist, but as preoperative transgendered women also have anano- anatomical penises, the penis visa visa V visa V visa V maleness is an incoherent construct. We argue that the conceptual penis is better understood, not as an anatomical organ, but as a social construct isomorphic to performative toxic masculinity through detailed uh, post-structuralist this, this is a lot of large fucking words. Dissertive criticism and the example of climate change. This paper will challenge the prevailing and damaging social trope that penises are best understood as male sexual organ and reassigning it to a more fitting role as a type of masculine performance. Notice how it says is better understood not as an anatomical organ, but as a social construct, isomorphic to performative toxic masculinity through detailed post-structuralist dissertive criticism and the example of climate change. What does climate change have to do with the dick? So eventually this this thing reads on to talking about how if a man sits with his legs open, he's essentially akinning to raping the air around him. This fucking study doesn't make any goddamn sense, but the school just didn't even read it, just stamped its approval because it says penis and it says gender and it says all these things and went through with it. So please, for the love of Christ, read your fucking articles with your own thoughts rather than what you see in a goddamn headline, because I've seen thousands of them about the fucking lab. Bro, they're all clickbait bullshit. They're all oh, yeah. like, it came from the lab. Then you read it. Well, we don't know for sure. I'm like, don't fucking say it in the goddamn headline, you stupid assholes. Because they go with what sells. All that shit sells. But NIH did admit that they did fund gain-of-function research, but they changed the definition of gain a function well look at this you know what's it's fucking nuts dude i always i'm gonna keep bringing this back until we finally figure out the fucking answer first known covid case was vendor at wuhan market leading scientist argues that first coronavirus cases point to wuhan market does that not sound like trying to save face with china i know it came from that what is a fucking what is a viral new disease being naturally formed in a fucking market what are they fucking doing in that market then and it's across the street from the fucking lab. Really? That's a movie scenario. That's a goddamn reality show that's gone sour. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. Oh, man. Dude, like I said, all this shit is just either going to be fed one way or fed another. And we're never going to know what the it's real thing is. It's all bullshit. And I don't get why people are taking it so damn seriously. It's famine what, thinking. They think that it's going to affect like everyone goes, oh, the president is the president. Is. I'm like, is the president getting you up in the morning to go to your job? Is the president doing those type of things? Now, is he limiting your jobs? That could be a possibility. Is he making gas more? That's definitely a possibility. But in the grand aspect of things, I think people invest so much of their time and anger into something because they necessarily don't want to confront the issue that maybe they might not be happy where they are in their own life. Self-responsibility is something that some people don't want to deal with. They don't want to. They don't want to think that maybe things aren't going right, not because an outside factor is making it not go right. It's just maybe it's not going right because you're not doing something right, or it's just just not going right. Not everything is because you messed up or because somebody else messed up. It could just be because that's just what it is. But in most cases. Things aren't going your way because of something that you're doing. That's just really what it is. If you're not getting to where you want to be, maybe you're not working hard enough. Maybe you're not. You know, so if you're looking for answers, a lot of times you got to look in, you know, within. Look at yourself in the mirror and think to yourself, 
well, I got to be here. So how the fuck am I going to get there? Am I going to blame somebody else or have somebody else take me there? Because it's not going to happen. So you got to get there. Or I have this gonna, problem. I got to fix it. How are you going to get there? Just keep trucking along. That's all I'm going to do. Just keep going from A to B. I take things one day at a time, one step at a time. That's just what I do. I try to look at the bigger picture. I know where I want to be, but I don't know exactly how to get there. So all I know is I go with this gut feeling that I have and I just keep going forward. But I'm not going to sit there and just go, well, you know what? It's just never going to fucking happen because, you know, so-and-so is doing this better than I am or so-and-so is preventing me from whatever. Okay. If I keep thinking like that, I'm really never going to get anywhere. And this whole process is going to just be a miserable thing. So. Oh, I just got a good idea. Okay. Save, save it for Africa. Can't, can't okay. spoil that on the show. Um, yeah, it's a really good idea, too. All right, cut the show, Robbie. We got to no, talk about it now. No, um, we're going to wait. Um, if you could, I think for you, though, I think it just someone needs to come across to this type of stuff you can do. See, I feel like if there was more conversation, there'd be, it's just like me trying to do this film thing. I hate fucking mentioning it because I, I don't, because people are going to be like, oh, okay, where's the shoes thing? And then if it ends up being a bomber, it's going to suck. But I think, if more people had trust like you have in me and all the people that I've asked to be a part of this, having me, even if it's a first time thing, I think that's what you get from conversation. I think that's what you get from just being who you are where people can just invest trust into you and not really need to know anything more than a couple of details. Like help me hide a body. What? It's like, just say yes. For me, I asked a bunch of people to do certain things without any context of what they're talking about. I could have you saying something and then show a dick on the next thing. You don't know, but you trust me and you know I wouldn't do something like that to you. Oh, and I think I, I might send it to you privately, but no, no please. <laughs> but I think a lot of people need to restore trust. And I feel like it's kind of hard because you expect to trust the system and the system necessarily doesn't give you any reason for it to be trusted. And I think you reflect that on the people as well, too. And I think that comes with conversation. I think that comes with communication. I think that comes with just not really coming at the table with your own ideas in your head. I think it just comes from a standpoint of being open to everything. And I think that's very, very hard to do. And it's much easier to say, I mean, at times I can probably be at fault for that too. Um, but I try my best to correct myself in positions that lead that way. I'm not speaking from like a deep perspective. I'm just, it's kind of common sense. If you think about it, you can spend all your time hating something, but isn't it just easier to not spend any time worrying about something like it's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy perspective thing that goes on in the world. And it's so, and it, it, I don't think it's our fault. And I don't want to blame it on something else, but it is a system that is set up to just constantly have you reverting back like a loop. It's just the fucking loop over and over and over again. I guarantee you, if you check how our great grandparents were, we're doing the exact same shit in a different form. And then our kids will be doing what our grandparents did. Their kids will be doing what our parents did. And it just, it's a fucking loop, dude. It's every like couple of generations. It's the same exact shit. I bet you our great grandparents went through this rebel phase, went through these types of things and, and did it in a whole kind of different way than what we have today. That's now valuable, viable, which is technology. And I think, I don't know, that's like throwing a monkey wrench into it, driving like auto driving cars, iPhones, all these are like throwing a monkey wrench into things where 
it's the same shit and it's so hard for you to recognize it's the same i've talked to plenty of people who study ancient history it's the same shit man oh yeah suicide wasn't thought as suicide it was thought as an honorable death or a self-sacrifice it's yeah. a complete shift of how we change things and that's a narrative that got tossed in where now we look at it and it's what takes a generation to brainwash people says yuri beskamenov the guy who's a kgb agent for 20 something years talks about it just takes a generation of people that's how you get people. That's, that's a spy tactic to get people to hate their own country is you breed a generation of people thinking this horrible way about the place that they live in, where they spark up animosity across other things and tear each other down apart. I think our government just tries to cover with that. It's like, fucking don't hate us because you're going to destroy us. Like, don't fucking do that because then our enemies are going to take us all over. And I'm like, that's how it fucking everyone thinks that everyone's up to nefarious shit which makes them go up to a nefarious shit to counterbalance their nefarious shit. And then it's like a bunch of people like pointing fingers like yeah. this guy's doing this, this guy's doing this. And it's like, yeah, now you guys are. Cause you all think that you're going to fucking take over each other. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's somebody, like you said, the puppet master, just like moving them chess pieces see, in there. Playing around just seeing what's going to happen. It's like, Oh, let's see what they do when they all think that they're going up against each other. I don't think it's like a chessboard. The example I use is a guy that owns all the cars at NASCAR where the guy just goes, sir, you won. Which one of my cars won? All of them. And it hits his pipe. <laughs> smoke rings. But, uh, dude, what was I going to say? Something I actually wanted to say, going back to a different part of the conversation shit we talked about that one um roman emperor that dropped off his power that gave up his power and they came back to him the only other person i can think of that did that was george washington because they asked him to be king after uh america got their independence from england the after did, after he did his... four years and then he did another four years i don't know if I don't know if he did another four years. I'm, I thought he only. I'm pretty he, positive that I th- he did I think four he, years and then did another four. He, but he, they asked him to be king. They gave him the opportunity to be to become king, and he's like, "Are you reading no. some Assassin's Creed history?" No, 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 not even from the game. Actually, I, I don't think I played that. There's a DLC uh, called "The Tyranny of Washington." Oh my god, that's so cool, though. They made it. Uh, hold on, can you still see me when I'm doing this? I know. No, I can have you share screen if you want. Uh, yeah, hold on. All participants can share screen. How do I share screen? You just hit the bottom where it says share screen. Oh, there it is. Eh, there we go. We figured it out at the 1,000 mark. We can share screen. Can you see it now? George Washington. Oh, you're on Wikipedia. Where do you want me to go? I'm kidding. <laughs> Wikipedia is actually a good place to go to get your stuff now because they actually changed it so you can't really edit it anymore. Yeah. It's surprisingly 70, I think 79% of the people that edit Wikipedia or are the people that put the content on Wikipedia are women. Did not know that. Or it might be the other way around. All right, let's see this. Hold on. It's got a lot of stuff. What do you think George Washington sound like? What did he sound like? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he had an English accent because everybody did. I believe it. Uh, ta- he probably talked like this. He had slave teeth, teeth in his mouth. It had to be hard to talk. Probably not having your own teeth in your mouth. Uh, they were properly compensated for their teeth. I'm sure they were, but it still looks fucking freaky. 
you have a molar where your front tooth is. Your 32 is mixed with your 24. I don't fucking. Let me do this. Here. I believe Abraham Lincoln sounded like four scores. And 65 years ago, I crossed the Mississippi. Ah, that's what it was. So it's not like he was asked to be king, but they never told him that he had to stop being president. He retired. They did two terms. Yeah, that was it. That's exactly what it was. He made it four years. We should, I can't believe that it's still the same where people can still like be on the Senate house until they die. They should like have to retire. That's weird. Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's what a lot of these things, the problem comes into play where people just want to just get reelected. And they're just going to say whatever the popular thing is, whether it's yeah, what they never really tell want. people to eat healthy because you're afraid you're forcing people body shaming. Uh, that's, and that's the problem. I think that's something that's understood on both sides, whether you're left or right, that all these promises are, are made just to get votes. And then people are left behind. That's what happens. Like, we're going to give you all this stuff. Don't worry. We're going to help your specific group. We're going to help this specific group. We're going to do whatever lower taxes, whatever the hell it is. And then nothing ever happens. You, you vote on the, on the premise that someone's going to do something. Meanwhile, in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, is this guy really going to do it? Probably not. But he says he's going to do it. He sounds good. He speaks well. He does this. He does that. It's like, oh, no. At the end of the day, I think everyone's full of shit. But I don't trust a politician. That's just how I feel. I'm not doing a fucking celebrity to be a president either. No, 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 no. Because now politicians are hand in hand with celebrities. If you think about it. Yeah. Yep. Politicians with just as much as falling as a lot of these celebrities, sometimes more than a lot of these celebrities. Like a Gates and Epstein. Fuck that. No way. That would scare the shit out of me. Bill Gates, he's president of the United States. You're like, huh. This is new. Let me like, launch Bill, a you... missile at the fucking atmosphere to dissipate particles and dim the sun. He probably wouldn't even want to be president, honestly. Nobody talks offered... about that either. They, they, they probably would. Just, he'd probably just be like, no, I'm not going to be president. Sorry, this job looks like it sucks. And he would just say, <laughs> look up Bill Gates trying to send a missile into our atmosphere to dissipate particles and dim the sun. That happened like four years ago or something like that. And everyone's like, you're a fucking loony bird. I guarantee you, if he said it now, everyone would be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah do it do it do it climate do change it. is killing us all it's like no it's just not. blow up the sun what no yeah there's no. a lot of talks about climate change not being real right now and i'm like i don't think it was just it wasn't sales pitched right they tried to scare the shit out of you to act now and there's definitely shit going on that's weird there, i mean yeah Our there's definitely stuff. there's a lot of Dude. weird the climate change is real the only thing that is constant is change and that's a quote from alex jones um but he also talked about like it's a global greening. Like there's a lot of people that I've talked to that talked about like plant life being better than ever. Um, ice age probably happening. I think it's pushing us towards another ice age. And I think that's what's going to end up happening is that you're going to see like wife, life get wiped out again, um, which I think like Snowpiercer, but they were stuck to the fucking train. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a possibility. And then we actually might be eating roach or cockroach bars, whatever the hell those people were eating at the poor part of the bus. Oh, um, God. I don't know, like maybe you only get meat on your birthday. The global elites take over. The only time you're ever going to start really seeing change is when the wealth class starts being affected. I don't think people understand that. Yeah, you're 100% right. When you start seeing people struggle to wash their car who live in mansion households, you really start to see they start giving a shit. And then you start realizing it's more of a people effort. But right now, it's a class effort. I think it's a class effort over race right now. 
I think people device it into race. And I'm like, it's a class thing, man. It's been like that for a while. People don't know that. Yeah. Because it's been the race narrative. The fucking Rittenhouse thing was all over the goddamn TV. But nobody talked about Andrew Coffey, who defended cops busting into his fucking house. And he shot a bunch of cops because he was defending his girlfriend. Yeah, I heard. Guy got off because it was a self-defense charge. People go, well, Kyle Rittenhouse, he killed us. Like, he killed two people. It's really weird he shot into a crowd and hit two fucking pedophiles. Like, come on. That's fucking our offenders, I would say. But, I mean, in an aspect, do you really not think that they would have killed him? They easily would have killed the guy, dude. Yeah, I think so. Do you walk into a protest with a gun expecting not to use it? I don't think that happens. Did your dog fucking... No, my my, my door just... Do you have a ghost? Did it just shut? I heard it creak. Back again. Lost my train of thought. But we've almost been talking for about close to two and a half hours. It's not bad. Told you book for a long episode. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm glad we got to have a good long conversation. Yeah. About a bunch of stuff. Yeah, dude. I feel like we hit everything. We got to talk about that crypto shit next time, though. I don't know if you want to look into the stuff. It's just like I've talked about it a couple times on the show. I'm down. You did? Yeah, it's fucking weird to me. Still, so fucking weird. I'm gonna see if maybe my cousin wants to come in on this because, like, he knows the shit. And it's like to me, it just like baffles me. I it's saw a great the way to make machine. money. I saw the yeah. actual Bitcoin ATM. It looks fucking like a poker machine. I've never seen it. You gotta send me a picture. It's got like uh, red and black, like how a casino board, like the roll, roulette thing, has. It's the whole machine looks like it's wrapped like a roulette, hmm. and it just says Bitcoin. And then they have one like an orange, I think, too. Isn't a stadium like being named after a cryptocurrency right now? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think have... I just heard that. I think that's why Bitcoin, because he was telling me that like it dropped from like 65,000 to like 55, and then it yeah. went up to back to 58 because people were moving money around. People don't realize, like, they think about it, they're looking at it like stocks. They're like, no, this is currency. This is like when somebody gets rid of their crypto, that's what happens. Like, it goes down. It's the same thing with like the dollar. Like, you keep. Printing money, inflation is going to go up. It's going to be worth less. Same thing with all this other currency. That's why it's such a weird thing. It's also really why it's, you know, so volatile. But. Where can people find you, Mark? Where can people find me? Yes. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Mark Philippe VA. You can find me on Twitter, same Mark Philippe VA. Um, and that's it. You can find me there. You can shoot me a message if you need something. You want me to record something? You have a job? Probably not. It's fine. Or if you want to just watch one of my videos and like my stuff, that's fine. I really don't give a shit. But <laughs> if uh, you want to chat, that'd be great. I'd love to talk to anybody. Um, but uh, most importantly, if you want to chat, you got to chat with this guy here, Robbie Robertson. The fucking shit. Why do people do that? Why do people <laughs> just? You got you got to chat with this guy, Robbie Robertson. He will make you feel horrible when you come on and you don't. Angelina you know, Jolie is giving <laughs> back up the children she adopted. This is the society that we're living in. <laughs> She's giving back the kids. Dude, thank you for having me on. Thank it's, you always, for... it's always a pleasure talking with you, man. Always I'm sure we'll have another one or a couple. We'll have a bunch more. How about that? We will. We will. Just me and you talking because the show will be done. There. What if the show will be done? At a thousand. <laughs> You're done? That was the, um, the film is the goodbye. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a detail you left out. I'm sorry, I didn't. Well, we got to end the recording now. Just say... no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's like, <laughs> I'm gonna take a break though, but we'll, we'll be back. All right. All right. Does that make is that okay? Does that make you happy? 
do whatever you want, Robin. Right. Do whatever you want. Thank oh God. dear Lord. You can do whatever you want, child. All right. Give me the <laughs> give me the rabbi as an outro. <sighs> Robbie, I want you to do what makes you happy at the end of the day. At the end of the day. If you want to take a break, you take a break. You deserve it. Bless you. Give it the snip. Give it the snip. Give it the snip. <laughs> Bring it over, you crooked. <laughs>